0: 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, July 8th. Good morning,
1: Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. Police said a man is hospitalized after he was shot following an altercation at a Darby Township mini-mart Sunday night. It happened at eleven a, uh, 11 p.m outside of the Princess Market on the, the 1100 block of Hook Road in Sharon Hill. Police said there was a physical altercation between two men in their 20s in the parking lot outside of the market before the shooting. According to investigators, one of the men pulled out a gun and fired one round. Police said that both men were licensed to carry it and both were equipped with firearms at the time of the incident. The shooting victim then flagged down a police officer who rendered aid and transported the man to the hospital where he's listed in stable condition. Authorities said after the incident, the shooter called police to turn himself in. He fled the scene but called nine from his house to report that he was the actual shooter the police the police chief said that this is the first time in 15 years that he's seen a shooter turn himself in it's unclear whether the men knew each other or whether there was some sort of retaliation police are speaking with both of the men as the investigation continues and they were both licensed to carry they were both licensed oh. to carry yeah police responded to the east falls campus of jefferson university after a computer glitch alerted students of an active shooter on campus sunday morning mm. the alert was sent out about 10 30 in the morning and it said that there was an active shooter on the campus located at forty two zero one Henry Avenue. It told students to follow emergency procedures: run, hide, act. Police responded and quickly cleared the scene, saying no threat was ever viable.
3: You notice they leave out scream. that's uh, yeah. they're giving you all Wait. the things. What is what is run, hide, act?
2: That's the message that was sent out.
3: Yeah, I mean, a last poll, are. Yeah, I mean, what are you, I
1: you go into you go into Shakespeare. Uh, he's
3: good. I'm not gonna. Wow. Yeah, that. I yeah, think yeah, I'm that's nice a good performance. Avoid shooting yeah. that guy. Yeah, no. But it's uh, the protocol. Must be wonderful to wake up to that active I, shooter, right? Yeah. 10,
2: 30, the kids were probably all out on Saturday night, <laughs> and then they wake <laughs> up to this. Uh, the university issued the following statement regarding the incident uh, due to a resolvable system error during a routine morning test of the Jeff Stat system at 10:18 a.m. On July 7th, 2019, a message was issued stating that there was an active shooter on the East Falls campus. There was no active shooter and we apologize for the error. We are taking further action to ensure this does not happen again. How many
3: students would be present on campus though at this time of year?
1: right I don't know.
2: I mean, I'm sure they have summer classes. <laughs> Um, but I'm not sure how many are there.
1: Steve, you mentioned, you know, if they, if they would have had scream in, in that message, it <laughs> makes me <clears throat> think of the scene in the movie Airplane when they ask if there are any, is there anyone <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. the <laughs> does anyone know how to fly a plane? And everyone just goes absolutely insane on the aircraft.
3: Does anyone know
2: how to fly a
3: plane? It's counterproductive.
2: Eye drops and ointment sold exclusively at Walmart and Walgreens have been recalled. The Food and Drug Administration says that the products may not be sterile. Altair Pharmaceuticals issued a voluntary recalls on various equate products including treatments for allergy relief solution eye drops and gel drops all of which are manufactured and labeled for walmart the company also recalled several perigo prescription ointments listed on the fda website for walgreens altair uh, has recalled several over-the-counter and prescription eye drops and ointments including moisturizer eye drops sodium chloride and stevie wonder El- brand <laughs> helmic uh, ointment and lubricant eye ointment uh, the products are under the brand name walgreens and there have been no reports of issues with these products, but they are voluntarily recalling. You them.
3: know, my consideration when I buy eye, uh, eye drops is how they will affect my cheeks because that's usually where the eye drops land. <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I always, miss my eyes. Oh, see, the best thing to do for eye drops and what, what I learned
4: is uh, what you actually do is you take that little nozzle, yeah, and you point you you, you touch the corner of your of your eye right. where your eye meets your nose. You drop it there, and then you go... Kind of and and tilt it over. And, you know, and that's you a great idea. Over, and then you just let it fall in. Boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except
2: you really shouldn't touch your eye with it.
4: You no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I didn't touch my eye. Oh. Uh, you, touched you touched the, the, the little the corner this, the, here. Oh, oh, corner. Next to the tear duct. Uh, next uh, to yeah. your tear duct. Yeah. Your, your skin next to your nose. Right. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs>
1: The sacks are yummy. Oh, the
5: sacks
2: are yummy. What <laughs> the f*** is that? The U.S. won its record fourth Women's World Cup title second in a row, beating the Netherlands 2-0 yesterday in France. Megan Rapinoe converted a tie-breaking penalty kick in the second half, and uh, Rose Lavelle added her third goal of the tournament on an 18-yard left-footed shot in the 69th minute. Rapinoe scored in the 61st minute after a video review determined that Alex Morgan had been fouled with a kick to the shoulder in the penalty area. Two days after her 34th birthday, Rapino shot the ball past the Dutch goalkeeper for her sixth goal of the tournament. She's the oldest player to score in the Women's World Cup final and emerged with the golden ball as top player and the golden boot as the tournament's top scorer. The Phillies beat the Mets yesterday afternoon in Queens, 8-3. Yeah. Aaron Nola held the Mets hitless into the sixth inning. Jay Bruce homered twice, and the Phillies entered the All-Star break with a win and a record of 47-43. and With the All-Star game tomorrow night in Cleveland, the Phillies are off until Friday when they'll return home for a weekend series against the Washington Nationals. And in local soccer, the Union scored in the 90th minute and rallied to a 2-2 draw in the back end of the home-and-home series against Orlando City. Last night's match came as a result of Saturday's scheduled game being postponed because of inclement weather, and that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We
1: got a new week, we got new things to tell you about, and uh, new stuff for you to win, which is pretty awesome. So we'll begin with the Word of the Week prize. How cool is this, man? We have a Garlando G500 weatherproof outdoor foosball table. Oh. <laughs> For Royal Billiard and Recreation. They make those? Cool
3: is that? Yeah. I was just, I swear to God, I was just wondering, why don't they have, like, that stuff for outdoors? They do. You know what? They even have
1: outdoor pool tables that I've seen before uh-huh! and outdoor, you know, um, uh, table tennis and air stuff hockey? like that. Yeah. Now, air hockey, I don't know, because it's powered. It might be a different right. story. I'll take but... the risk. Okay, yeah. sure.
4: Mean, why not? At my swim club, we we had a ping pong table, and yeah. it obviously it was outdoor. It was metal, you know, but... right. Yeah, they made it had all the right dimensions. They're not
1: wooden, so it's going to warp. But mm-hmm. they, they—I hmm. didn't know they made outdoor foosball tables. That's pretty damn. That's cool, a great man. idea. Yeah. yeah. So we are giving that away for the word of the week prize this week, which would be pretty solid for you to win. We also have an opportunity for you to win big, folks. The Rolling Stones are coming yeah. to town on the twenty-third at the Link, and we have a chance for you to win tickets each and every weekday starting today to the 19th. Now, what you'll need is a song title. We are going to tell you that song title. We'll give it to you as close to 8 a.m. as we can get it. And not only that, we're going to tell you the hour of which that particular song is going to play. Mm-hmm. Now, you listen for that song to be played here on MMR. It will be played actually on vinyl from the Studio R next to the uh, the main studio uh, that, uh, that the rest of the staff broadcast from. And when you hear that song, you would be the 25th caller, and you not only get that actual record that we use, that we're using brand-new vinyl every time we play the songs, we will give it away. It's from the new Greatest Hits album called Honk, and you'll also get two tickets to see the Rolling Stones. That's awesome. How about that? So we start that as close to 8 o'clock as we can get it this morning. Listen up for your first opportunity uh, to hear the title of the song and the hour that it's going to
3: play, and then uh, just go win. That's all you got to do. Go win. Have you ever seen the Stones? Never. Yeah, I haven't either, and no. I know I probably should. And no. I know I'll probably say that I will this time, and I know I probably won't. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> At least I, you're honest. I hear phenomenal things. And, and I've seen footage, and they they pull
1: it off, man. Every They've, time. and And... There's a heightened sense of I need to go see them now. Yeah, after Mick had his uh, his heart issue, and so uh, people are flocking to this. So we'll give you away. Uh, we'll give away tickets uh, starting today, and then all the way through the nineteenth, every single weekday. We're doing that now. Also, a big event coming up on Thursday. It's the Preston and Steve belly flop championship that is taking place headed back to valley forge casino resort
3: and of course at their valley beach poolside club i I think it's safe to say the world cup is sort of the lead up to this event i I think
1: that's correct steve the in the the fervor yeah the real championships take place the real showmanship is going to be happening on Thursday, you're invited to join us. It's absolutely 100% free of charge to be there for this. 6 to 8 p.m. is the official runtime of the event. We'll get started pretty quickly after 6, so just giving you a heads up on that. More competitors than
3: we've ever had.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be a big number of competition or uh, competitors, as Steve said. We're giving away $500 for each gender classification that we have. So we have male and female that are going at it. And $500 cash and Rolling Stone tickets we are going to be giving away to the winners of those. So come out and join us, man. We're set to go this Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Valley Beach Poolside Club. We'll keep an eye on the on the weather. It's always been cooperative so far. We'll yeah. see how it goes. You never know what's going to happen. So, uh, And besides all that stuff taking place, we're going to have a hottie cam this morning. It is Alexa's month in our totally office calendar, Miss July. Alexa's awesome. She has helped us out at so many of our She's events. She's great. Over oh, the past good, yeah. uh, six months or so since she's been <clears throat> a calendar girl. And uh, she's going to be here this morning, so we'll tell you when she's on the cam for your viewing pleasure. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We have uh, we have good stories and bad stories to share uh, from the Entertainment Report and a stupid question when we get back. So stay with us on this Monday morning. Why
6: don't... Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR.
3: Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's com.
6: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
1: All right, this morning for the stupid question, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to uh, Marvel Universe Superheroes exhibit, which is at the Franklin Institute. So... Let's do a Marvel question. Pretty easy one too, no brainer. Spider-Man's Peter Parker works as a photographer. What publication does he work for? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Peter Parker works as a photographer for which publication? Call now 215-263-WMMR is the number. And while you're calling him, I have a lot of birthdays to mention uh today being July 8th. And we'll begin we like to call him a friend of the show. <laughs> Whether or not that's true or not, I don't know. But (laughs)
3: Kevin Bacon
1: has his birthday today. Kevin Bacon
3: is a friend of the show.
1: He's been on many, many
3: times. He's been on more than our other super dear friend, Bradley Cooper. So I would say that we have more of a claim to Kevin Bacon as a dear friend. I'd say we've had him on at least five times. At least. Uh If
1: we we include phone calls, maybe six or
3: seven or eight. We're almost related at that point. Yeah,
2: I think part of defining friend of the show is I think he would remember us. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah, he would. If we put if we put pictures of us, unprompted somewhere out
7: on the street, you know
2: he'd be like, I, "Oh yeah, those guys in Philly."
7: Yeah, yeah. He gave to camp out one year with his brother. They performed, <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know, so he's uh, charity minded and. He's a worldly-known good guy. And he has he like that
3: kick-ass uh, barbecue,
7: right, Case? Uh, on the uh, is, is, it, is it the Kevin Bacon family barbecue?
4: We, we, you know, okay, so yes. Uh, I was actually just listening to something. We were talking about that. I don't know if it's true or not. Okay. But the, the family barbecue, Kathy, have you ever heard about that? No, it's but you t- asked CIO. him
2: about it, and he was like, I have I never mean, heard maybe. of it, but I want to go. <laughs>
4: he <laughs> yeah. wants to go to his own barbecue
1: that his family supposedly throws. Very good. Excellent. And uh, he has great manners, too. He always says thank you. Thank
2: you,
4: sir, man. Yeah, he's 61 <laughs> today.
1: Angelica Houston is 68 years old today. Everything from Pretty's Honor to Spinal Tap. She was in that as well. She's great.
3: She's the one who sits there and, and is uh, is the designer of the Druid Temple.
1: And uh, the Adams Family movies, Morticia. She was a great Morticia. And she's in John
3: Wick, Parabellum
1: Preston. Oh, cool. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Toby Keith, the country singer, is 58 years old today.
0: You've got a big, uh, deep voice.
1: Yep. My uh, balls are he. <laughs> How about this, Jeffrey Tambor? Oh. He's
3: had a bit of a rough uh, go at it over the first of uh, this year, at least. Uh, he's super talented, but he got into trouble on the set of Transparent, I guess, where he was um, getting a little touchy with some of the staff. Yep. Uh, he's
1: 75 today. Uh, Steve. Steve Lawrence has his birthday oh. today.
3: We were just talking about people from that era. Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet, right? Yeah. Wasn't that his... He's in The Lonely Guy. He's the guy who's... who's um, Gets uh, uh, Steve Martin's girlfriend. That's Steve Lawrence. Oh, do yes. you yes. remember that? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, 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 absolutely. One of our favorite movies. I, love and that I have movie. this this Really, it's not a great movie, but to us, it's great. It's fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, and he was an occasional. He would show up in the, on the Carol Burnett show from
3: time all the time.
1: To
7: time. Yeah. yeah. And he's in the Blues Brothers. He is. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's the he's the the booking agent. Yeah. In the in the sauna. Like in the Schwitz or whatever. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. He's eighty four today. Uh, Joe Osborne, the singer, had a big hit with uh, "One of Us," which was written by Eric Bazilian yeah. of the
3: uh, of the Hooters. One of our greatest uh, times here was, I think, was it for the Possum Bowl it when was. Uh, he sang he himself <laughs> oh, the geez. halftime show. Yeah. Halftime show. I forgot about that. <laughs> Eric Bazilian came and sang "One of Us."
1: And you know what he he has got such a goofy sense of humor that he loved it. He I agreed mean,
3: to it in a second. Yeah, he yeah. loved
1: being here for that. So uh,
7: I totally forgot about that. But Joan
1: Osborne uh, took that song and made a huge hit out of it, fifty-seven. And then she kind of didn't do anything much after that. There's a great song from her called "Saint Teresa" that I love, though. Uh, Milo Ventimiglia, ah, oh, he's uh, really good. Yeah, Rocky Balboa. He played uh, Rocky's son in one of Stephen I's favorite of that franchise. He was also on Heroes if you're remember that he's really
3: good in heroes he's, he's in the current uh your favorite show kathy on the nbc he's the he's the dad who we know is
6: oh yes this is yes. us, this is this us. us yeah. yeah
3: and just
1: like rocky he's got that that he, he lip does thing yeah what's that, wrong
3: with your mouth I, that he happened. doesn't
1: sound like that what's <laughs> wrong with your mouth <laughs> he's got the lower lip <laughs> thing that comes down yeah when he speaks and it, which <laughs> makes him time. perfect to play his son uh in rocky balboa he's 42 uh billy crudup uh he's been in some great he's stuff. great Big Fish, he plays this on one of your all time favorite movies. Steve. Yes. Uh, almost famous. Uh, he's uh, the great Russell Hammond in that. And uh, he also played in uh, Watchmen, who I think probably the most powerful superhero character ever, Dr. Manhattan.
3: If you were to, r- yeah, compare him to some of the other ones, if you're talking about absolute godlike power. I think he'd have to be at the top of the list. I think so. I mean, yeah. he, he's a, like a planet maker. Can
1: do pretty much anything. It's right. Pretty
3: wild. He's uh, also in, uh, uh, he plays uh, The Flash's dad in Justice League. Oh, you're right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, he is uh, 51 today. Uh, the great Beck, rock musician Beck Hansen, is his name, and he is uh, turning forty nine years old today.
3: There's an audio clip you might play later on. I don't know if you saw it, Preston, but he is he does sort of a an intro for this this jazz trio. Did a cover of Hot for Teacher, and he does the spoken word part of it at the beginning.
1: Do we have it over? Yeah, it's ready. Right, I haven't heard it yet, yeah. so let's uh, let's play this in honor of his birthday. Good morning,
8: class. I'm your substitute teacher this morning. My name is Mr. Goodbody. And you
1: can hear the music. It's it's yeah. hot for teacher, yeah. We'll be reviewing the text
0: from Moby Dick. So please turn now to page 69. Cut. Teacher,
3: that It actually works as a jazz piece. It's real bouncing,
2: I think of all the education and-
1: Talk about a guy who had a unique uh, ear and vision and ear for music, and yeah. he created his own sound. No question, man. He is super talented, and, and uh, actually his live show is really good. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's 49 today. Uh, Wolfgang Puck, the big 70 years of age. He how taught me how to cook, Preston. He did, yeah. <laughs> he taught me mm-hmm. how you- to how to
3: make a uh, an omelet
1: and stuff right
3: he did yeah. i took the i actually i paid for the, uh, the the youtube course and you know with his accent and the whole thing mm. and it's very good <laughs> and now you make it and mm. he's actually a really good teacher yeah. and uh it's uh, you know of course he's legendary i think he still is the one who caters the governor's ball after the academy awards
1: i think you're correct yeah
3: 70 today uh
1: sophia bush the actress Uh, We've got Bush. We've Uh, got Bush. She is uh, from Chicago PD and One Tree Hill and uh, a few other things. She's uh, 37
3: today. She had been married to Chad Michael Murray, Preston, and you'll also remember from One Tree Hill. Mm, yeah. Yep. Sure.
9: <laughs> the name sounds
3: familiar, but. Well, you've know. seen him. He was actually in the Agent Carter, and he's, he's been in a couple Ooh. other things. Okay. She's very pretty. We've got Bush. <laughs> We've, got Bush. <laughs> We've got Bush. And then <laughs> the last. <laughs> One more time, please.
1: Yeah, right. I love that. We've got Bush. At the end. <laughs> We've got Bush. We've got Bush.
10: <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
1: oh. All right, and then the last birthday I saw is Jaden Smith, uh-huh. son of Will and Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, is twenty one today, so a big birthday for him. The karate Kid, uh, After Earth. Mo- I actually like that movie. Uh, yeah, he's
3: a good actor. Yeah. He is, and he yeah. um he, he he doesn't seem to end up on that red table talk show though, does he? No, that's the gals, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's 21. Those are the birthdays.
1: Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. And very stupid it is. If you know anything about the Marvel Universe, Spider-Man's Peter Parker works as a photographer. For which publication? Two one five two six 263 wmmr And I am going to go to Matt. Hello, Matt. You're on the air.
5: Oh, good. Um, it's the Daily Bugle. You got yeah, it, man. man. <laughs> Spot on. Hang on, Matt. <laughs> Since you know a thing or
1: two about the Marvel Universe, we're going to give you tickets to Superheroes Exhibit. Uh, and it's you can explore Marvel's legacy through immersive set pieces, original artwork, movie props, costumes, and other rare materials. Now open at the Franklin Institute. Tickets and information at fi.edu. So uh, the box office, by the way, number one was Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, came in with uh, $93.6 million. Uh, Toy Story 4 was second, followed by Yesterday. Uh, Annabelle Comes Home, Aladdin, Midsummer was sixth. Then you had The Secret Life of Pets 2, Men in Black International, Avengers, Endgame, and
3: Rocket Man to round out the top ten. You know, if you take the four day uh, weekend with um, obviously Fourth of July and everything figured in, Spider Man performed, I think, $45 million over the projection.
4: They did. Because. That number right there is just... Just the weekend. Just the weekend.
3: Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. Well, good for them. Yeah. Uh, So, Prince William and Kate Middleton were among the very select group of friends and family invited to attend the christening of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's first son, Archie Harrison, Mountbatten, Windsor. The two-month-old Archie was baptized on Saturday by the Archbishop of Canterbury In a private christening at a private chapel at Windsor Castle in front of about 25 people. That's pretty private. The chapel itself is said to be near St. George's Chapel where Harry and Meghan married in May of 2018 and where Harry was christened in 1984. Justin Welby, the archbishop, also married the pair and has reportedly uh, been close to Meghan. Harry and Meghan, as they have many times before, broke with the tradition, the royal tradition, of inviting the press to cover some portion of the christening. They did release official images taken by Chris Allerton, however.
3: And when they came into the baptism, Preston, they danced to Thriller, which was really wild. It was <laughs> unexpected. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but there they were <laughs> doing the
1: whole thing. Uh, <laughs> Harry's father, Prince Charles, and his wife, Camilla, Duchess of Cornwall, were photographed leaving the castle via a royal helicopter. Following the event and doing the thriller dance, of course. Um, so,
10: okay.
1: uh, Doria Ragland was also in attendance. Queen Elizabeth and her husband, Prince Philip, were not in attendance. So, we don't have this
10: right We'll get there
3: in 15 minutes.
9: Uh, so, they're at
3: the parking lot, they let that part play, and then they come in. Right. <laughs> And
1: there, there it is. is. Uh, their bid for privacy has been lambasted in the UK, where critics claim on social media that they are selfish hypocrites. We're <laughs> 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 playing thriller, yeah. talking about the baby. The of Cornwall uh, for accepting <laughs> taxpayer money and demanding privacy. Um, what was it? Where, where was it you thought they were doing the dance, Casey? It was at uh, the wedding. Yeah, right? the
10: wedding. Yeah. Yeah,
4: they came and it out. Was, it was to fish. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't to fish. It was. What I saw was a, a thing called Fish Dance Party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they superimposed the music the over, music over. Yeah, yeah, And right. they had lookalikes,
11: right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm like, a, that, that's. It that that couldn't.
3: That's not them. here right. You're watching the footage right now. It's astonishing that the royal family, they,
1: they were doing the, the sequenced dance routines that some wedding parties decide to do to add a little flash hey, to their a, ceremony.
3: It's a celebration, yeah. guys.
4: I mean, they're doing
3: like, they do you know, little, like, I threw my hip out. Like pulling each other through their
4: legs and, you know. It wasn't until Camilla Parker Bowles came out. I was like. I thought she was I good. I don't, I don't think know, that's real. <laughs> yeah, and then the queen, I was like, no.
3: When she did the backflip, yeah, it's a bit much.
1: <laughs> uh, Megan's now. Megan's a strange. So, uh, going back to her for a second. So, the, in their bid for privacy, that was been lambasted by the UK. So, you know, they they accept taxpayer money and demand of privacy. So that's kind of a big stink, but. Meghan's estranged father was also displeased by the manner in which the baptism went down. When is he
3: pleased with anything she's done?
1: Thomas Markle spoke to the mail about his feelings of estrangement. Uh, He's a stupid bitch. He said, I have been asked if I would have liked to have gone to Britain to see my new grandson being christened. I was an altar boy at age twelve and confirmed a confirmed member of the Queen's Church. At age 14, and Archie is my new grandson, of course I would have enjoyed being there for the blessing, wishing Archie and his parents health and happiness.
3: But he was binging Stranger Things. Yeah, so (laughs) he had things to do. (laughs) This is a horrible,
1: horrible story. A young man named Cameron Boyce, the star of Disney's Descendants and Jesse... Has died at the age of twenty wow. years old.
3: When you so you had sent over um, the uh, article, the email, and and I was uh, out of range, and I just I just saw it pop up, and I knew immediately which cast member it was because man. I know that he has had uh, issues, medical issues. Well, but that's this, what they say. I didn't know yeah, that until I uh, found out that he died. But this super talented kid. Yeah, he was a great
1: dancer, a uh, great actor. Uh, from If you've seen The Descendants, he's the one that plays Cruella DeVille's
4: son. I know him from Jesse and more from so. And from Jesse, yeah. you know,
1: he was on that show for years. It's I, horrible. Grown-ups one and two. Um, but the uh, statement from the family said it is with a profoundly heavy heart that we report that this morning we lost Cameron. Uh, And they said that uh, the cause of death was due to an ongoing medical condition. They said he passed away in his sleep due to a seizure, which was a result of an ongoing medical condition for which he was being treated. The world is now undoubtedly without one of its brightest lights, but his spirit will live on through the kindness and compassion of all who knew and loved him. Uh, We are utterly heartbroken and ask for privacy during this immensely difficult time as we grieve the loss of our precious son and brother. It's horrible. So did you... uh did you talk to your daughter? I, I did. She yeah. had been spending the night over at a friend's house Yeah. Uh, when when we got word. So by the time we saw her the next day, they had already found out about nah. it. Her and her, her, her good friend did, because that was my biggest concern. She loves The Descendants. And also, you know, we grew up watching, or she, my kids yeah. grew up watching those shows on Disney. He so. loved
4: performing, too. I mean, he... Yeah. loved it. Like I they um you know if you watch a lot of the Disney Channel what they'll do is they do kind of like um lifestyle things, right? And so yeah. th- there was a, there was a particular thing they did with the Newsies, uh the show yeah, the, Newsies, yeah. the Broadway show. And he went to like the you know the, the stage production and they taught him a dance and so like that just kind of like sticks out in my mind. Like he just loved dancing and loved performing so much. Oh, this breaks my
3: heart. It's really sad. And I, I I listen, I, I've Said countless times on the show, I love The Descendants. Yeah, and the third one's coming out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Boyce began his acting career at only nine years old. He was in uh, the movie uh, Mirrors that came out in two thousand eight with Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, like you said, he was in Grown Ups with Adam Sandler. And this, despite or besides, Descendants three. Uh, which they already filmed, they've been yep. promoting it. um, he was also set to star in h b o s Mrs. Fletcher, opposite Katherine Hunt, so he just kept getting these, yeah, these great jobs, and uh twenty years old, sad, in addition uh to his acting. He was also involved in non-profits such as the Thirst Project, which aims to raise awareness about uh, the global water crisis. So that was his cause. So sad news. And I'm wondering how. I mean, you know, Disney is going to have to handle things like this very gingerly because you're talking about kids. Yeah, And yeah. and I'm wondering how they're going to handle him, him dying. Uh, that's just sad.
3: Adam sad. Sandler wrote a really nice thing. You know, he was blown away. He, yeah. he loved this kid. Yeah, it's too bad.
1: All right, moving on to less sad news. Chris Pratt has joined Camelot over the fourth uh, holidays. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy star tagged along with his new wife and uh, to her family's compound in Hyannisport. Ah. And in a gorgeous, busy outdoor portrait featuring the entire clan, Chris could be seen toward the back of the shot with Catherine Schwarzenegger. Uh, Catherine comes from a D.C. Hollywood mashup, of course, with Maria, Shriver's, uh, Maria Shriver as her mother. And the Terminator, Arnold, as her dad. Uh, her mother, Maria, is a daughter of Eunice Kennedy Shriver, who is the sister of John F., Robert F., and Ted Kennedy. Uh, she and Chris began dating in the summer of 2018. They married June 8th at San Ysdero, Ysdero, uh Ranch in Montecito, California.
3: Uh, the funny thing here is I remember when Schwarzenegger started dating Maria Shriver years ago, Preston. You remember those first initial shots of the Kennedys meeting Arnold? Yeah. Like, uh... Uh, This is uh, great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wonderful choice. Now, Carrie
1: Kennedy, daughter of former United States Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy, captioned the photo, Happy Fourth of July from all of us in Hyannisport. And she shared it on Instagram. The shot also featured Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and his wife, Cheryl Hines, uh, Catherine's mom, Maria, and Kathleen Kennedy, among many others. Uh, Pratt also flexed his husband's skills, snapping a gorgeous shot at family members in front of a sunset. So he's in it, dude. There you go. He is in it. Uh, well, the reaction on Twitter seems to be that someone got paid following the news that Kevin Spacey's sexual assault accuser abruptly dropped this civil suit against him. The Oscar winner still faces criminal charges from the alleged incident at a court hearing set for Monday. Maybe
3: money or maybe the issue of this cell phone missing. Well, there is there is an issue with evidence that you right, exactly this aspect, Preston, that actually hurts the uh, the uh, plaintiff's case. Mm -hmm. And there are a number of missteps along here. So maybe they maybe they finally said, look, you have some issues. We have some issues. And maybe a financial settlement did come out finally. But originally they were holding fast and weren't going to accept a payout. Spacey
1: has pleaded not guilty. The unnamed accuser, who was 18 at the time of the incident, was one of just many who came forward with allegations of misconduct against Spacey. But his his was the only case in which the claims would hold up in court. Uh, The accuser's attorney, Mitchell uh, Garabedian of Boston, filed notice of the dismissal in court on Friday, adding that it was made, quote, with prejudice and without cost to any party.
3: Do you think Spacey comes back from this eventually? Do you think he um, give it a couple years? years? It's going to be a tough one. Mel Gibson made it back. So, yeah, I I mean, in
1: different circumstances. But, you know, Uh, so the document reads and see if you can figure out anything from this. I can't plaintiff states that because no adverse party has served an answer or motion for summary judgment in this matter, plaintiff is voluntarily Dismissing this civil action by filing this notice of dismissal.
3: Uh, yeah, what you have here is a case of e pluribus unum exculpatory.
1: Yes, and uh, Monday's hearing, many observers say could make or break the case. The accuser has been ordered to turn over a cell phone that allegedly contains evidence and uh, Garibedian said last month that the phone is MIA. Screenshots of text messages from the phone were turned over to police, but Spacey's legal team believes the accuser tampered with the phone and deleted certain messages before sending the screenshots to police.
3: There's all sorts of stuff about the authenticity. Like, you can't accept a copy of something. You need the original right. yeah, and right. all that stuff yeah. um, you know, goes into the,
1: the case. Yeah, because you can, you can whip <clears throat> something up that looks like a... you know Right, absolutely.
3: Jet. You can do anything. And now with like deep fakes, you can even do video. But yeah. um, in this case, I want is this the only case that's made it to court in the allegations against Kevin Spacey and his improprieties? Yes. All right.
1: Meanwhile, Scotland Yard is turning up the heat on Spacey. According to reports, British officers questioned the actor about six alleged assaults that took place between 1996 and 2013. Police released a statement saying he was not arrested. Inquiries are ongoing. And all 20 men have accused Spacey of misconduct during his stint of artistic director of London's Old Vic Theatre. Stevie Wonder surprised concertgoers Saturday night in London by announcing that he will take a break from performing so they can receive a kidney transplant this fall. Uh, the 69-year-old musician uh, and made the announcement after performing Superstition at the end of a packed British summertime concert in London sprawling Hyde Park. We've got a clip of this. He said that he would be speaking out to quell rumors and sought to reassure fans that he would be okay. Here's the clip.
5: So what's going to happen is this. I'm going to have surgery. I'm going to have a kidney transplant in September of this year. I have a donor. It's all good. I came here to give you my love. So you ain't got to hear no rumors about nothing. I told you what's up.
3: I'm good. Uh, The amazing thing, President, he's doing it actually during the show. He's going to take a break, get the kidney transplant, and come out and finish the show. Well, you know, he's He's a a trooper, man. It's pretty amazing. Uh, So he did not provide additional information about
1: his kidney illness. And uh, there's been, there had been recent reports that he was facing a serious health issue. And And that's clearly it. That must be it. But uh, he wanted to make sure that he, you heard it straight from him. So he's going to get an actual, I mean, you know, full-on transplant. You never know. I mean... You hope that the the organ will take and and the body will accept it and all of that.
3: When I was getting uh, this procedure, this uh, achalasia procedure done on my esophagus a while ago, uh, there was a a kidney transplant prep going on that morning, and it was actually a very celebratory thing. They had the donor and and everybody, you know, checking in, and it was was yeah.
1: Especially if you've been waiting for a long time, then it's like, all right, let's get this on. It was amazing to see. Yeah. Minnie Calling is I have a couple of bikini stories. Oh, okay. I love Mineral. Minnie Calling is Calling is loved loving vacationing in Hawaii. The late night star took time off from all of the relaxing to post a body positive bikini image on Instagram. Uh she wrote, I don't know who needs to hear this, but wear a bikini if you want to wear a bikini. She looks good. She said you don't have to be a size 0. What I was struck about Hawaii is that everyone wears bikinis. It does not matter what your body type is. You rock a bikini because you're in Hawaii. Uh, There's so much body positivity there that I, who is always really shy about my body, would wear bikinis. I
3: I wear a bikini now and then. They're (laughs) fun. They are fun.
1: And and if you go to Hawaii. Oh, my God, I'll fit right in. Wear it everywhere. Now, Snooky. Snooki shared oh. bikini Snooki. shots of herself celebrating with her family near Seaside Heights over the long holiday weekend and yes, you look she look like a whore. <laughs> yes, yeah, she just gave birth a matter of weeks ago in May. Uh but she also gave her swimwear line uh. a shout out which is called Snookini. Snookini. Oh
10: nice.
1: Uh covering up with Is that cultural appropriation? Uh no, that's From a, Jersey. <laughs> No, <laughs> well, if you weren't snooky, it would be. right exactly. Yeah. Uh, but she, uh, it says, covering up this mama's postpartum body and troubled areas. That's what she wrote. She
3: so Casey, do you follow Do you follow her or not follow her?
4: Uh, no, no, I used to, but mm. I stopped because all of her stuff is this. It's, it's all, she, all it's promoting. all she's selling you something, and I'm like, okay, I don't.
2: No, ah. she looks good. She does. she yeah. looks great.
4: I, I don't. You know, her teeth look stupid. Uh, you mean
3: just not smart or irregular? Like
4: really not okay. smart? Um, no, she went and got like veneers when they were not oh, necessary. Really? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. got to real... check
1: out my hey. my, this is my new bikini light. <laughs> she Yeah, giant teeth. Nick is on her Instagram. I want to see her smile, Nick. If you could find a uh, yeah. a picture of these veneers
3: that Casey speaks. There of. is a picture in particular, Nick, of her teeth oh. taking an IQ test. That's the one you want to go, for. uh, they just look really fake, I guess, case
1: yeah, they're I, like
2: they're perfect I, I see like a side by side. it's not a great picture, Preston, but it's a side by side, and she clearly had her teeth done
1: like in uh in something about Mary when
10: uh, <laughs> <laughs> <trick> teeth.
11: <laughs>
3: she actually oh, she, she surprised me with her uh her longevity and the fact that she, she appears to be a, a decent mom, right yeah, yeah.
9: yeah. Well, so it, there
3: you go. it's crazy what yeah. uh, you know, like you just. A few Some, years? Well. What? what? What a set of veneers can do.
4: No. Uh, <laughs> the transformation that can happen once uh, right. babies are, are brought yeah, into your life. It,
7: it can happen. It Casey, can what happen. do you think about uh, Morgan Freeman's teeth? Because he, he went from not caring about his smile at all to doing the full veneers and now looks more Hollywood. I don't. My mouth looks balls. I don't know. <laughs> but you're sort of damned if you do and damned if you
4: don't because, like, look at Will Ferrell's teeth. He's got... Terrible! Oh, jeez. Does he? Yeah. Uh, and my my wife brought it to my attention that Chip Gaines from um, that HGTV show, Chip and Joanna Gaines, like he there was like pre.
3: <laughs> Do his teeth look smarter? Stupid. Uh,
4: they well. I never noticed it okay. e- enough, and now I. He bought Morgan Freeman's old teeth. Well, he, he got them, he got them redone. You know, I just, the thing about he Morgan Freeman.
7: Look at H. Look at H. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> the, the Morgan Freeman thing was like he was an Academy Award nominated actor who made it as far in his career as he did with his regular smile, right? Right. And then he gets into his, the, you know, the two thousands or the two thousand tens, and then decides. That's yeah, a good yeah, point. Yeah, a good but if you,
2: they've got this money, if you well, but he always not?
7: had the money. And yeah, the fame.
2: I know,
1: but why not? But one one of the biggest leaps of faith, though, was. Tom Cruise, yeah, who already it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You didn't notice until somebody pointed out that his tooth was down the, cent- his, his, I the center of his out. teeth were, were off center a little bit. But I mean, you're talking about a guy who has made a career on a big smile. Yeah. And he got he got the uh, um uh, the braces to move his his teeth over a little bit. That's a big leap of faith right there. Do
3: you remember in The Outsiders uh, when they're eating uh, chocolate? He's eating chocolate cake. Yeah, it looks like one of his teeth is missing.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to go get
3: ripped (laughs) today.
4: Uh, You know what? So, Nick, looking at Morgan Freeman, that may have something to do with. He may just have had like bad teeth and needed like oh replacements, replacements. replacements yeah, okay. Yeah. You're saying Snooki
2: didn't necessarily but, need it. No, Steve. she just
4: didn't. hers was totally cosmetic. I
1: love the fact that you can you can now purchase a celebrity's <laughs> teeth. Yeah. Oh. And show it check off. Check them out. Check them out. Morgan L- Freeman. <laughs> <Argan> Freeman. <laughs> Freeman. Whose teeth? Do you think these are? Hey, this guy.
3: Thank you, Snooki, for purchasing my teeth.
1: Oh, Snooki bought his teeth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gave him to a brother. Snooky brought Morgan Freeman's teeth. There's a song in there somewhere. Somewhere. All right. So, speaking of songs, legendary soul singer Patti LaBelle was, of course, honored with her own Philadelphia Street. This was last week. You probably saw it on the news.
3: One of the most uh, powerful voices Oh, she's amazing.
1: Ever. Uh, the section of Broad Street between Spruce and Locust Streets was renamed Patty LaBelle Way <laughs> in a ceremony that celebrated the singer who hails, of course, from southwest Philadelphia. But the streets department... Misspelled her last oh, no. name in the oh, sign no. Stop no. that it actually
3: installed
1: what? at the intersection. Now, here's what they did: they sort of misspelled it. They left out the capital B in her last name. Oh, okay. Right, okay, so they spelled so it correctly, technically. correct letters, but they they missed the capitalization <laughs> of the B in Bell. I oh, love when funny. stuff like
4: that happens. The Sixers sent out a really nice tweet. Jimmy Butler was, yes. uh, you know, signed and then traded to the Miami Heat, and they sent out a tweet <laughs> thanking Jimmy Buter for... Uh, oh, no.
10: <laughs> Is
3: all the oh, so no. They, they got it right work. up top, but on the lower part yeah. of the tweet, it's Jimmy Buter. Thank you, Jimmy Buter. Damn <laughs> it. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> so according to uh, Deanna Gamble, the communications director for the city, the streets department is aware of the error and plans on installing signs with the correct spelling next week. Now... The one at the ceremony that she autographed was spelled correctly. Yes. Huh. So she, otherwise she would have, you know, noticed it right so there. So they got
3: one right. But it, it wouldn't <laughs> take much to just add a a little curve over that small B and make it a functional B for could, a little bit. Could, yeah. could.
1: just do that for yeah. the
3: time being. Hang on. Marissa wants to jump in on our
1: city beat. Marissa. I
12: saw <laughs> an amazing article uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer did a bunch of years ago about this department that makes these signs. There's like three people, and they've been working there for 50 years, and they have a of like a hundred signs that they have to replace but they can only make like one a day yeah no so, I, no like doubt it's probably got bumped up to the top of some street sign that's been you know needing yeah. replacement for years so I wonder how quickly they will be able to replace it I'm going to share because yeah. it's a really cool in-depth uh look in the department there. don't
3: all you right. think that'd be cool to have a I mean of all of all the honors and there are many honors to to be you know gotten uh, when you can travel down a street named after you that's pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think a statue would be more awesome. You like a statue I think it's on top lawn. of a horse with a race sword?
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, with uh, rearing As up. Yeah, rearing up,
4: <laughs> both of its uh, its front
1: hooves in the air. Yes, I'd love to have that. <sighs> wait, yeah. wait fought,
4: a
3: second. He fought the Civil War.
4: What does that mean? There's a difference. It doesn't mean. Oh, it anything. doesn't mean there, nothing. There was huh? a
1: there was a a, uh, a long standing myth. At least this is what I've read that it would depend on if there was one leg raised or two, whether they died in battle or you know. But oh, I
3: heard completely other. Apparently, that's I heard gay. gay not gay they are
1: gay. Yeah, yeah. Right.
7: Yeah, you're... Gay general. Gay general. Oh, she's so <laughs> on one this,
3: foot. Ladies and gentlemen, this general was gay because both the horses' front hooves are up. I don't think that's accurate. No, it's trust No, it's true. Yeah, I uh, I read a book. Yeah. What does it mean when all four hooves are on the ground? Polyamorous. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly.
1: They could anything.
3: Anything goes.
1: They're just, uh, they're just looking for love. <laughs> all right. So they're gonna they're gonna fix that. I uh,
3: curious. By... <laughs> If they're standing alongside the horse. Oh, they're actually, they're not
1: on the horse. No, yeah. They're too inside, and that is by curious. Okay. That's not a word. We'll have to go through all of the uh, iterations of that. Uh, by the way, NBC's annual Macy's 4th of July Fireworks Spectacular Special registered the lowest rating since 2015, uh, drawing about uh, 5.89 million viewers. You don't want to watch fireworks on television. No. That's
3: my, my That's, take yeah. on it is... Yeah. I never understood televising a fireworks display—a yeah. a quick snippet here and there to kind of say, "Oh wow, that's yeah, impressive. this is what happened." But unless you're there, it's really <laughs> underwhelming. Or, or if you have a hundred and fifty-inch set, perhaps right with, with a mate, but still, y- you got to feel yeah. the. Explosions, yeah, the, explosions, the, yeah, the whole Boom. deal. Yeah. Yeah. I
4: yeah. don't want to look at pictures of them on the internet. However, Marissa had a really cool picture of her fireworks. And
2: I liked her comment. Yeah,
4: uh, <laughs> I didn't see the comment.
1: It
2: basically was like, I know no one wants to see pictures of fireworks, but yeah. this is a really cool she picture. She did
1: include, it was good up until she wrote whatevs. But, oh, she wrote what abs? Yeah, she did write
7: actually write the word what abs. Oh, man. And I was
1: in till that moment. But oh. it is
7: a beautiful picture of this. Great of the, picture. Um, I think the Art, the Art Museum, Museum shared it as well. Did um, they on their uh, Instagram account? Did list? you take yeah. that,
2: Marissa? Yeah, it's a great picture. I
7: saw more people nail
3: shots of fireworks exploding behind them, you know, uh, with a full. I guess. Well,
1: Boom. you know what you can do now is because of the iPhone, you have the option to yeah. scroll through and get the, you know, it's it's like right. a little captured video. Right, right. And you yeah, can really right. get, get those. You. But you got to spend most of the fireworks display taking selfies instead of turning around and watching
3: the fireworks I, I, display. I don't get that. I don't understand that. Yeah. yeah Whatever. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go to the clip, shall we? <laughs>
1: Things may appear to be fancy and perfect in Grand Hotel, but family drama terrorizes the longtime hotel owners. I'm scared. And here, Rosalind Sanchez discusses the dynamic between her character. And her on screen twin daughters.
2: They're very different, they're fraternal, a lot of issues within that trio, and then to be able to gel these two families together, it becomes very dysfunctional. So it was juicy, you know, it was it was uh, as an actress, it was just awesome to, to play and to be playing against Demian Bichir, which is such a solid actor, you know, and yeah. brought so much substance to the material. It was like a dream come true. I don't I don't wanna I don't <laughs> think I wanna see it.
1: Grand Hotel's on tonight, ten PM on ABC. Here's the next one. Years and Years chronicles the drama taking place within the Lyons family after their lives converge on one important night. In this clip, Ruth Medley explains what makes playing her character special.
0: She's so much fun to play. She's a bit wild, a bit scatty. She's really independent. She's a
3: mother and she's trying to find her way in the world, in her career, in her love life. And I've just loved seen her grow over 15 years i don't i don't
2: want
1: to i don't uh-uh. think i want to see it ah uh, what so, is this show years and years on tonight 9 p.m on hbo i don't know <laughs> uh i have it's no got idea uh, um and her name isn't medley it's what is it uh Maidley. it's okay. got emma
7: thompson in it rory kinnear is a, a recognizable actor but i don't know much about the show she just loves being in it i like that I yeah yeah is she from manchester i
4: don't know hmm.
7: Is she's a out. singer uh, no,
4: she was a dancer, but I don't have that clip ready either. <laughs> Damn it. So,
1: <laughs> uh nine o'clock on HBO's when you where and when you'll be able to see that. And speaking of where and when, here is where and when is eight AM when you'll find out the information that you need to know to win yourself some Rolling Stones tickets. All right, so we're starting this today and it goes every weekday through the nineteenth. Tune in as close to 8 a.m. as you can. That's when we'll be revealing the title of a special Rolling Stones song. We'll tell you the hour that it will play later in the day. If you hear it at that time that we designate, you'll be the 25th caller and you will win the album that we're going to play it off of on vinyl, which is called Honk, by the way. It's a greatest hits album and uh, you get tickets to the show. Pretty sweet deal, which is on uh, July 23rd at The Link. So that begins today, so don't miss your opportunity. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a second or two. Stay with us as we begin our work week together.
6: What's new? Glad you asked. News. New music, more of everything that rocks. ninety three three
1: You know what's interesting is sometimes when just by knowing that something still exists, even though you don't really use something any longer, can be comforting. And then when you find out when that thing is going away, even though you haven't used it for yes. a long time. It's very sad. What? Mad magazine is going to stop publishing issues uh this fall. Yeah. And yeah. we we were um we were subscribing a few years ago, like three, four years ago. My kids like one of them picked up, you know, saw a Mad magazine, got it, liked it, and I'm like, Oh, done deal. We're signing up for this. I love Mad Magazine. Mm-hmm. And we haven't we haven't been subscribers for a couple of years. But when I heard this, I was so bummed out. I was so I, I loved Mad as a kid. It was just my favorite thing to get in the mail.
3: Likewise, Mad Magazine <clears> was the the best. I also got Cracked Magazine. Yeah, I did too. Then uh, then I progressed into the National Lampoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was and that helped instruct my uh, comedic chops along the way. Every yeah. so many comedians, so many people, just people in general who love humor, love Mad Magazine because it was a subversive comic book for kids adults read it too but it was obviously yeah, because it
1: would flirt with adult material it would all I mean, the time not, not
3: blue material yeah. but it would political would, movie yeah, parody, stuff yeah. like that but it was it was very cool and it had a litany of great artists and features spy versus spy you had um don martin don martin more trucker al Probably jaffe uh, the the fold-out, uh, the, the fold-in, as they called it, in the back. You would yeah. have a picture. You could fold it and become another picture. Alfred E. Newman, of course, a legendary character. They had the TV series. But, man, when that would come in the mail, mm-hmm. it was, uh, you know, in the new Mad Magazine. And every... Every movie parody whatever it was they would work the word pasta into it. So mm-hmm. it was always like 2001 yeah. a, a a pasta pasta odyssey or something whatever the hell it was. Right. It it was dumb and smart and and scatological and weird all at the same time. Right. Was Alfred
4: E. Newman actually modeled after any actual human being? I don't know. Yeah, you know what he was. I remember
1: Steve, I I read the the story behind him and I can't remember what, Nick nickel look it up and see if we can find out but I do remember uh there was there was a there was an inspiration for it. Uh, here, uh, let's see. The original image was popular, humorous, graphic for many decades before MAD had adopted it. But the face is now primarily associated with MAD uh, and says that uh, according to MAD writer Frank Jacobs, a letter was once successfully delivered to the magazine through the U.S. Mail bearing only Newman's face without any address or other <laughs> identifying information. That's pretty funny. Huh. Okay, uh, so oh, I see what that means, Nick. No, that that meant uh, they didn't put any, they didn't put an address on it or oh. anything like that. And oh, it I just misunderstood. Ended up getting
5: there,
3: uh, you know what? I don't know.
1: You'll you have to dig through there, Nick, and see if you can find out if he was the inspiration of someone to.
3: And his know, phrase was "What me
1: worry?" Right? What me worry? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I love that magazine, and uh, and like I said, well, we used to always not just the magazine, but we would buy the collections, the books, yes, which were great, and you could buy like just you know just Spy versus Spy or Don Martin or, or whoever, and and different collections of uh, of the uh, the comics that they had in there, and I loved those.
3: Don Martin's uh, drawing style; everybody had sort of floppy feet and big you know cartoonish features, but his stuff was hilarious. Their movie parodies were great. So they whatever the the popular movie was at the time. Uh, they would, uh, you, you know, they they would savage it. In fact,
1: Steve, there was a there was a short lived uh, cartoon, and I'm not sure if it was on Nickelodeon or, or Cartoon Network called uh, Uncle Grandpa, and it totally reminded me of yeah. uh, Don Martin's. Uh, oh, style. really? I yeah. need to see if, he was, uh, if he was The inspiration for that somehow or another because it was uh, it was spot on from that. But uh, you know, I don't. Do you still subscribe to any magazines? Do you get magazines. The Last at home?
3: magazine I used to get at home was because we signed up for one of our uh, you know family members was selling subscriptions, so we we're getting Entertainment Weekly, yeah. and then that sort of went away. But in my heyday, I subscribed. I used to get Famous Monsters of Filmland, Starlog, Fangoria, National Lampoon. I, I was getting lots of magazines at home. Uh, fairly frequently. I used to get Entertainment Weekly for work. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I used to get that, but I, I still subscribe
1: to a couple. I have uh, Golf Digest and Golf Magazine. There you go. I still want the hard copy right. magazine in there. I, just, I, I have a hard time reading magazines, a full magazine online. You know what I mean? On the crapper. Now, now articles yep. I can I can see you know picking up here and there through aggregator sites and stuff like that. But if I want to dive into a full magazine, what they have to offer, I still need the I need the hard copy. So like when I, I took a trip this uh, this past weekend, and I made sure I had my Golf Digest with me. It's great to read on the plane and everything. So
7: for plane reading for me and uh, beach reading for me, Philadelphia Magazine mm-hmm. is still it's great. I don't know okay. why. What something about Philly Mag uh, I find comforting and. Um, it's obviously got local ties, so I feel like I'm connected to the writers and the articles and the photos.
4: I actually used to get a magazine sent to me every month, and now it doesn't come anymore. Everybody uh, else gets I once. get mine.
3: Yeah. yeah. Why, why were you omitted? I don't yeah. know, yeah. man. What, what the, the hell, hell did you do to them? I, oh, Philly I, Mag? Yeah. yeah.
4: I, I must have done something. We get
3: complimentary copies. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk to Victor.
4: Yeah, P. Right yeah. To talk to He's about a good that. man. The only magazines up. I ever got were Entertainment Weekly. I loved those when I was in college. And then Sports Illustrated, and that was it. That was it. And uh, man, Did you get,
3: did you get the, uh, the Sports Illustrated phones and all that stuff, and they were all the rage? Um No.
4: Okay. No. I, I'm trying to think if I ever got that— Football phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the legendary you football know phone. Yeah.
1: Steve, you mentioned uh, Cracked. Yeah. So I would gotten that as well. And Cracked was a clear ripoff of Mad. Absolutely. Complete with their own Caric- guy, yeah. guy. What was ca- his name? I don't remember. It was some character, blonde hair. Yeah, I the yeah. face. But, the, but it was clearly a... a not a straight up parody, but but a you know, they were trying to do a companion piece to it, which is completely different, but it was satirical humor and all never that. Never as good, but still never quite pretty as good. good, but worth it yeah. as a kid. And I
3: was trying to think of other publications that were oh, clearly they're trying to do the same thing. When you know? Nash Lampoon came out though and I got my first copy of Nash Lampoon, I remember thinking, dear God, because I think the first one I got had the the famous um, Volkswagen ad that got them into so much trouble. Yeah. Which was the floating Volkswagen that said if Ted Kennedy had driven a Volkswagen he'd yeah. be president today. It was yeah. and they would they would put they'd be put they'd put ads in that looked spot on yep. to the to the regular ads. That got him in trouble, and sometimes there were boobs in there too. Oh, there were boobs, what? yeah. Oh, it was, so. it was, it was, it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the same crew that went on to do all, all the, you know, the Animal movies House and anime,
7: all that yeah. stuff. I used to hang out at the uh, the news agency in Paoli because they uh, they had a um, Street Fighter Two video game, so you could go and you could play Street Fighter Two, and it was a, a news agency, so they sold newspapers yeah. and magazines. And Steve, the ones that were kind of naughty were obviously block- blocked off a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, yeah. But the one that, as a teenager, which you didn't feel quite as bad grabbing off the shelves. Was um, uh, heavy metal, heavy metal, and heavy metal had boobs in it as well. They were so illustrated. They though. were illustrated, right? Yeah. Heavy so metal you- was one of my favorite magazines. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and this the news agency there sold all of the the dirty mags as well. But like, you could actually take heavy metal off and and read that without getting into too much trouble.
1: So I'm curious what the digital equivalent will be of say a Mad magazine going away. Are there are there things that exist right now or within the past few years digitally? That all of a sudden, they, you know, they're going to fold up shop, and everybody's going to go.
3: Oh, really? I don't I'm know if there is. There's such I mean? a wealth of stuff. I mean, what is there? One thing that cuts through it all that is that is a must. Like maybe years ago, maybe if Funny or Die went away, right? Or, or you know, but because but now there's just so much. There's such a glut of stuff. Well, there is,
1: and it seems more like social media platforms. And if those go away. Then it's, then it's because they kind of become antiquated like a MySpace. So right. MySpace was a big deal when it was around, and it was kind of one of those first you know, uh, peer-sharing things that you had never seen before or social media platforms. And now it's kind of a joke because of how antiquated it right, is, right. as opposed to, man, I really missed that. You know what? It's kind of a mm-hmm. different sphere in in the
3: digital realm hey is the chive still something that people do the chive is still, still is still popular shirts
1: and and uh stickers and things i
3: and I, I actually follow it on on uh twitter and um uh, you know uh i think instagram as well uh it had the chive was definitely a
7: go-to site um what was, was the one that went away not deadspin but E-Bom? The, no 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 there was a, a deadspin uh oh
3: oh gawker Gawker yeah. went away. Gawker right. went away because they were sued. Uh, actually, Hulk Hogan sued them for for the right. uh, for the tape that Regis <gasps> That's
1: right. shot. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the,
3: the be- he sued them out of existence. But I like it's like oh my god, I really miss that. You don't, you you don't. don't hear anybody saying uh, that. as as a kid though. when those magazines would come like yeah. Yeah. Monster Times, which no one remembers, but I do. It was actually Monster an actual Times. newspaper. Yeah, but listen, a, and, and and famous monsters of filmland, all of that stuff got me into Stephen King and all yeah. these things. Uh, you know, and then ads that you would see in the, like, probably in the back of your golf magazine are ads in the back that you look at. And like, yeah. they, they're just as cool, you know? Yeah. When did Man Magazine come out? Uh,
4: it can't, It's it been out for over 60 years. Yeah, so uh, that's the thing. How can you, you know, with Gawker, I, I mean, I you're I talking see. about a publication that's been out since
1: right. there, 50, there's
3: 50 a, years old. There hasn't been enough time for it to become
1: that sentimental. But I
3: think to your point, though, I don't think there's anything... That does not have a for every site that you would go to that you would love. There's probably a hundred that are very similar that you yeah. could just jump ship to.
1: You can mm-hmm. find this, yeah. What yep. you're looking for? Did you ever subscribe to Dirty Magazines?
3: Um, because I did. The only one I ever had Playboy.
1: Yeah, I had a, prescri-
3: I had a prescription. <laughs> I, I God knows I needed it. Son, you need something for your boner. I <laughs> take two Hustlers and uh and at night ha- cut it in half. Cut Beaver Magazine in half. <laughs>
1: I had a subscription to Playboy, but that's the only one that I could ever you know, that one I could get away with. You could, but I, could
3: you're, I, couldn't, you're not I couldn't embarrassed
7: subs- about it. I right? couldn't
1: subscribe. <laughs> Penthouse maybe. But then when you get into your hustlers and we and you know, whatever the other man cherry?
7: <laughs> cherry.
3: Wouldn't it blow uh, your mind that Biggins? people would get home delivery? Like because yeah. I, I remember, you know, the the, the we, <laughs> Yeah. There were subscription cards in these things for the other magazines. Like, who's getting sweaty veg- vagina magazine at home? <laughs> yeah. You know, here's your here's your your bills, and oh, you know, that looks like a good issue. Uh-huh. Now, obviously, they would seal them specifically yes. for for the mailing, but still, you could tell what it was. Did you guys
7: ever sell magazine subscriptions for charity fundraisers oh, or anything yeah, like that? Yeah. We did. It always base- seemed like a scam. Uh, no, no. I mean, it wasn't. Um, you, in
2: school, it was in like. In school, a, yeah, you,
7: you, was you, it? There yeah. was pressure associated with it, so like you, you'd be the cute kid when, that went into your dad's <laughs> office yeah. and uh, and, right. and tried to sell them. But um, it, we would get Sports Illustrated that way, case, and, uh-huh. and you would sort of get hooked up with different subscriptions for a year or two. Um, but but the discount on getting the, the through the student magazine uh, subscription drives, it was like you know it's a quarter of the cost of the uh, the cover price. I Do was you guys ne- remember?
4: Oh, sorry. I was never allowed to sell anything at my parents' offices.
7: At all. That was just a rule on their part. On their part,
4: because yeah. then they're yeah. like, because
3: then I don't have to buy any of their kids' crap. Uh, it was, uh, okay. was the fear of having to be reciprocal mm-hmm. in what you were doing. Do you remember a magazine called Argosy? No. It was, it was sort of like a general men's... Uh, uh, you know, GQ. Yeah. Like, Esquire magazine used to be, before... There was Playboy. Esquire was sort had, of Playboy.
7: My dad had Esquire subscriptions, Steve, growing up. And yeah. uh, there was a – photos, not really, but the articles and would, would be adult content.
3: Yeah. You know, Playboy, though, and a lot of people don't remember this, <laughs> you could say there oh, yeah. was a time, I get it for the articles. Yeah, because man. they had great interviews. They had a Stephen King short stories. Absolutely. They had the original Richard Matheson story that became Duel, that, that movie that Stephen King did. Oh, it. yeah that originally appeared in Spielberg. in in, in um, uh, Spielberg yep. um it appeared in Playboy magazine yeah, yeah. so you did have great um ray bradbury stories and all that stuff along with the knockers
1: but if you remember the um uh the people versus larry flint the movie larry <laughs> flint's motivation was he was flipping through a playboy and he's like hey did you guys enjoy this month's
3: article on how to set up your <laughs> hi-fi stereo system <laughs> The yeah. sad thing was, I did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but actually, I know a, a guy um, <laughs> who worked with the publishing company that that Larry Flint ran for the longest time. I guess he still runs it. And so those offices that had Hustler and, and there were other magazines more provocative even than Hustler, right? And it was it was a different time because that that was the way you got all yeah. that stuff. Now you can. On your phone, you can get the hardest core German stuff or whatever, you know, in a second. Here's uh, – all
1: right, so somebody pointed out on our text messages, uh, this kind of successfully went from publication to strictly online was down in Manja, the restaurant downstairs. They used to get The Onion, which was it, – it was in newspaper form. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved it because I'd go down there and I'd wait for my food. And I'd grab the copy of it, and I'd just start flipping through it. It was hilarious. And now, obviously, they're online. And what's hilarious about it online is... People will think that it's they legitimate. buy it.
3: Uh-huh. They send it out to people. Oh yeah, uh, we know a few people who fell oh, my for God. a story here or this. there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yes, there that that was that was one that did make the transition successful. But I used to love that hard copy
4: of it. I used to yeah. just like flipping through that for some reason. All right. So speaking of different times, I'm going to bring Kathy into this conversation because I don't know if Tiger Beat or Teen Beat exists anymore. Was that hmm. something that you ever yeah. sub- subscribed to? It when does you were still younger? exist? It
2: yeah, does? we had a couple. I don't know if. They were those, but like 17. 17
1: and, was another yeah, one, yeah.
2: I had those, and and those came from those magazine subscriptions that you had to sell.
1: Was Cosmo Girl out
4: at that mm, time?
1: I
2: don't, I never okay. got that was one. Was
3: Hustler Girl out at
1: that no, time? No,
2: I definitely didn't get that one.
3: <laughs> I'm a hustler girl,
4: but even like uh, as a kid, for me, like uh, the girls, you know, I used to hang out with these girls at the swim club at Tiger. Oh, bee- really? Mm hmm. Um, Tiger Beat was like the big magazine. I would go through that like, because it was all the stuff that I liked too.
3: You know what they'd have though? They'd have that like, you know, <laughs> so when I was a kid, I and know. And it was all the cute boys. for boys. boys. This is so cute. Oh my God. Look at <laughs> Carter. Is
4: dreamy. No, no. I'm way too over that. I'm like. Kirk
3: Cameron. Kirk Cameron. <laughs>
4: oh my God. How is
2: that Ten
3: things that send
2: him over the moon. Cur- Kirk Kurt- Cameron was on the cover of those magazines like every other week.
7: Yes. yes. The
2: Preston, you. did you ever get an issue
3: of those magazines because they featured a like a girl from a show that you were in into I don't remember. I, I remember, just remember years that was all
1: boy stuff. I, was I don't it? remember. Yeah.
3: So i think did- you'd have like Marsha Marie McCormick or you know Marsha Brady mm-hmm. or whoever I did
1: buy a People Magazine special edition that was exclusively about Katy Perry one time. <laughs> and this was it, kind of right at the beginning when, well, not quite the beginning, but when California Girls came out yeah. and I was like, "She is hot. I ain't picking that up. So,
3: <laughs> But uh, no, not back in the teenage days. Yeah. I did not. Uh, no. I, Tiger Beat and all those uh, magazines were just super popular. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I was totally into the Fangoria as well, Steve. But I
4: never had subscriptions. They're the only one that I that I had were, those other two I mentioned earlier. But, like, I was totally into scary movies when I was younger. So Fangoria what was the other one.
3: There was Fangoria. There was Fang- Starlog. There was um, uh, Famous Monsters of Filmland. There was, like I said, the Monster Times was another one of them. Uh, another one? Am I missing them? You're missing okay. one. There All was right. Fangoria. Not Fantasia. <laughs> <laughs>
4: It was... Biggins? <laughs> yeah. Biggins. Jugs. Jugs and their uh, are people that are reminding yeah. us the names of... Uh, butthole. Some of the
3: other...
1: I subscribe to Butthole, butthole magazine. magazine. What's this one about?
3: It's a picture of a guy with a pipe. I'm a butthole reader. <laughs> For this, this Christmas, give Dad what he wants. Yeah. Butthole. Steve, what are you reading? I'm reading Butthole, Preston. <laughs> telling me how I can set up my stereo. <laughs> Apparently you have to run the cords through your butthole. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, what are you reading there? Oh, I was just reading Butthole magazine, telling me how to get a more effective home theater. <laughs> Apparently it works better if you put the cord through your butthole. Huh. huh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, this is the 10 top 10, the 10 tastiest cheeses for the holidays. Many of them are better if you put them in your butthole. <laughs> Some guy with an ascot on. Yeah.
10: Everything.
3: Every <laughs> Lord <thing> Lord Buddington. An ascot. The
1: butthole. An abscot. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, you know what? I think, now that, it, now that I'm reminiscing... You know, fondly about Butthole Magazine. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm pretty certain it had to have been. Mag- Mad Magazine had to have been my very first uh, <clears throat> subscription to, to
3: anything. I'm going to say likewise. Yeah. Uh, I I loved it so much. And I there's just – your parallel is a very um, uh, sharp one here in that because, honestly, when you have less, it's like, you know, there's such a wealth of stuff that's available. Yeah. You can find whatever you want at the drop of a hat. Uh, so, And that was your only conduit. So, so they're going to stop publishing
1: the issues with new writing. So kind of, sort of, there's going to be some other magazines they're going to follow. So here's the deal. After issue number 10, they're going to stop writing new content. DC, by the way, publishes the magazine. Yeah. Starting with issue number 11, there will be republished content sent to subscribers, but they will know... Uh, and says, and it will be sold in comic shops, but it will no longer be on newsstands. You... Um, so they're going to run back old services. It will continue to publish a year-end issue with new content and mad books with special collections. But basically, any issues that come forward after this are going to be nostalgic content. Okay, so. will so still
3: be there. They were doing, for... um, which I thought was really cool, they were having celebrities be guest editors. And they had uh, Weird Al. Yeah did it recently. He was a huge fan.
1: Yeah. Uh, In fact, he tweeted out about this and said, uh, I'm profoundly sad to hear that after 67 years, Mad Magazine is ceasing publication. I can't begin to describe the impact that it had on me as a young kid. It pretty much, it's pretty much the reason I turned out weird. Uh, Mm -hmm. Goodbye to one of the all-time greatest American institutions. Do you remember when you would like, you would see
3: something in it? And it's not like you could do today, obviously. You would take, look at this. Look at this. You know, and you'd lend the magazine. And I never say,
4: read it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, you know, unfortunately, the only thing that I know that what you're talking about is Alfred E. Newman and that little thing in the back.
3: But Preston, yeah, the the, so the, case, not only would you have the picture in a lot of these cases, but what you would love is in the background, there'd be like flies with little fly lines around them. (laughs) There'd be these little things that they would do to just augment the picture that made it great. Yeah, agreed. And
1: the artists were great. There were almost little Easter eggs throughout as well, outside of the frames and and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you really had to... You could spend a lot of time reading the magazine. It wasn't just... You pick it up and tear right through it. I mean, I would hang on to them and go back and see things that I would miss the first time around.
3: I remember laughing out loud, you know, as a kid. And one of the first times really laughing that profoundly. And that carried over to to Nash Lampoon, which, again, great memories of that. And, and Nick, you saw the documentary about. Yeah, um, with uh, Will Forte. Yeah. and -hmm. and, and Phenomenal. I remember they did a piece on. It was an old-style brochure for the largest ocean liner ever built. I think it was called The Tyrannic. And the artist illustrations were done in that sort of Art Deco style where, I mean, they drew the ship on such an enormous scale that you you were just howling with laughter. You can't describe it. You have to see it. But to have that reaction from a magazine that you're sitting there, (laughs) to read something and laugh that loudly is just, you know, you don't get that.
1: Mad Magazine had published 550 issues prior to its reboot, by the way, which was in 2018, I believe. Uh, DC purchased Mad Magazine in uh, 2017, but they're going to hang it up. At its height, it had 2.8 million subscribers. Now they they took which a, was in like 1973, I
3: think. They took a, a big hit when uh, editor Max Sherman went over to, to handle the chores at Butthole. And, yes, uh, yeah, yes yeah. exactly. Yeah. Do you know uh, what you're getting into over there at Butthole? <laughs> <laughs> Oh
1: my God! Butthole magazine. someday. someday. Yeah, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm curating their wine list. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it tastes better when you drink it from someone's butthole.
1: But uh, it's sad. Uh, it's sad that it's going away, even though I haven't, you know, actively been a uh, a subscriber for a couple of years. But uh, nonetheless.
3: The TV show tried to capture...
1: Um, Mad TV? S- some of the... Yeah, uh, they yeah. had the
4: little animated yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, moments. Yeah.
4: What I think is sad is that this is the alternative. That the alternative isn't to lessen the productivity of it. You know, like if they... If, let's say they printed a million copies... That they go okay, you know what? Can we still be profitable if we only print out five hundred thousand copies? Do you know, well, do you can, know you it's mean, similar like,
3: in a way? Do you remember when the the Far Side, when he he says he stopped, Gary Larson started creating? Um, yeah. The Far Side had such a stranglehold yeah. on um, single panel comics. Yep. You know, Ziggy was was that for a while. Uh, if you're going to go back nostalgically, Mama right? Duke. Uh, single uh, single Family panel. Right.
1: Circus. Family Circus. Yeah. Uh, but and Lil,
3: Lil Butthole Press yeah. was a great comic book.
1: As of 2007, uh, Mad had uh, 140,000 subscribers left. Uh, so it's kind of a small number. I mean, it sounds like a lot, but
4: you know, that's just subscribers, not people that buy it in the store. Yeah,
3: but that's going to be where do
4: you buy it? Even what,
3: less. What, how many magazine racks do you see around? They you would, know? I guess they would still have it maybe at
1: Barnes and Noble on their on their racks. You know, so I don't really. I don't know. But uh, sad to hear. But it'll still kind of exist in in a certain form with uh, with nostalgic content. So at least there's that. All right. Why don't we take a break? A reminder, we have a chance to win Rolling Stones tickets. When we get back, we're going to have the information that you are going to need to do that. So that is coming up in a little bit. In the meantime, how's about a case of beer? I have Yards Pink. We're caller number 15 at 215-263-WMMR, it's available year-round in 12-pack cans. Pink is sparkling tart berry ale. Grab a case of pink cans at Yardsbury at 5th and Spring Garden or at Pico's Liquor Store in Wilmington, Delaware. 215-263-WMMR, 15th caller. You have to be at least 21 years of age. And for our Hottie cam, Alexa is here. Miss July. Woo! We'll say hi in just a moment. Stay with us.
0: It's the President Steve Show Podcast. WMMR, everything that rocks.
1: All right, we, uh, let's see. Oh, my God. What? We got this. It's perfect. It's 8 a.m. We can reveal our information, ladies and gentlemen. First day out, and I love the fact that we're doing it right on time. We have your opportunity to win some tickets to see the Rolling Stones. Now, before you jump on the phone and start calling in to win something, it's not right now. If you're fresh to this and you don't know the details, I'm going to give them to you. Each weekday, today through the 19th, we are going to, around this time as close as possible to 8 as we can get, reveal a song title for you, and we'll reveal an hour for you as well. We're going to tell you what song you're going to need to listen for and what hour to listen for in it to be the 25th caller and win tickets to see the Rolling Stones, along with, by the way, uh the uh the album that the song comes from because we have a greatest hits album it's called honk it's on vinyl and to be played this track will be played on vinyl at that time every day that we give you
3: is this the first rolling stones greatest hits album
7: uh no. i don't know there's one called hot rocks uh, I, okay was, is, uh, the reason i know that is literally it's one of the first cds i ever bought uh and i got it with a uh, gift certificate to sam goody <laughs> nice.
3: so there's been a few more songs since then yeah yeah so I've got the uh, I've
1: got all of the uh, the details as far as how you can win all set to go. The only thing I don't have is the song and the hour. Well, part. you're
3: in for a surprise then, because uh. we're going to figure out what we're doing. Uh. <laughs> Casey is frantically it's... looking
1: around. You. I don't see.
3: Well, listen, you can't just be all willy nilly if you have a secret thing that you have to relay on air. You have yeah. to make sure that it doesn't get out ahead of time, and sometimes that involves letting no one know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me look on the calendar no here.
3: Huh? You have it? And there we go. Oh, okay. And that is... Um, we got it. We Hard got Day's it. Night.
1: No, uh, yeah. no, it is not. That's, a, that's the the Beatles. <laughs> oh, okay. The song that you will listen for is Tumbling Night. Oh! Yeah. Good. good choice. And the hour in which that will air is 2 p.m. Hmm. today.
7: That's my favorite Stone song.
1: Is it really? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Nice. It's a, it's a great song. Absolutely. So... When you hear in the two o'clock hour tumbling dice, that's when you got to get on the phone. You got to start calling. Be the twenty fifth caller, and then you will win those tickets and the copy on vinyl of uh, Honk on vinyl. Uh, so get yourself set. Make a mental note. Jot down whatever you need to do. A physical note. Put it in your uh, in your phone. Whatever you need to do. Set an alarm. That's a good idea. You can set alarms. I would set it or a reminder at like 2 p.m. that says, Listen for Tumbling Dice, and then you can tune into MMR and uh, have yourself set to go. You
2: love your reminders on your phone. Reminders are very
1: helpful. Constantly, every day. I've
2: started to use them because of you, because I is, hear you set them.
1: It has changed. I, I've become much more dependable.
2: Since and I've I like my... they continue to pop up if you don't check them off. Yep, so exactly. Like they, and they'll know. haunt
1: you all
3: the days of your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's
1: what I'll do. If I'll, uh, Sometimes I'll be like, okay, I, this I don't have to really worry about for two hours, so I'll just leave it on my on the front there on my phone, and I will see it later on. I don't clear it off. Yeah. And it's a constant reminder. That's it, man. It keeps us where we need to be. Pretty cool. All right, so Tumbling Dice, 2 o'clock hour. Listen up for your chance to win. Uh, the Rolling Stones Song of the Day tickets to see that show, which is, by the way, on July 23rd at the link. Ready for the
0: Bizarre File? Bizarre! Yes. bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen bizarre. and Steve's bizarre. Bizarre. bizarre
10: File.
1: It is brought to you by Brandywine Harley-Davidson. Bring the whole family to Brandywine Harley-Davidson's inventory reduction. Tent sales this Saturday, the 13th. For more information, check out brandywineharley.com. Well, we're starting with a Florida man story. Of course we are. Why not? We had a holiday weekend. There are (laughs) ample opportunities to speak of Florida man. Uh, Well, he is facing several charges, including child cruelty after he allegedly threw lit firecrackers under a sleeping girl's bed on Saturday, telling deputies it was a prank gone wrong.
3: Just trying to make her (laughs) laugh. Yeah, Matthew Morrison
1: (laughs) lived in a tent outside the home that he entered without permission. He lives in a tent outside the house? Yep, is according to Lieutenant Todd Watkins. Watkins said that the homeowner let him sleep outside of the property, on the property, as a favor to an acquaintance that he was trying to help. Watkins said after Morrison threw the lit firecrackers under the nine-year-old girl's bed, the homeowner chased him out of the house with a stick.
3: <laughs> so you have a guy who's living in a tent outside because of it's a, it's a favor for a friend. Mm-hmm. He throws fireworks under the nine-year-old's bed, and, you got and the to... homeowner chases him away with a stick. Exactly.
1: The child and Morrison were not hurt, but the incident <laughs> left the girl terrified. She told deputies she was crying and shaking after the prank. Watkins, who responded to the scene, described the incident as, quote, a strange deal. Uh, when deputies arrested Morrison, they found two grams of methamphetamine oh, in his pocket yeah, yeah. as well.
3: Meth. Only two grams. Huh? Only two grams. Morrison, well, I got rid of I used the other five
1: grams. Morrison uh, no longer was allowed to sleep in a tent on the homeowner's property.
3: Well, that's a little harsh.
1: The, uh, the suspect... Has also been charged with burglary and possession of methamphetamine. Deputy said he had a criminal history, including prior drug charges. That's your Florida man. Florida
6: man. Florida man.
1: Uh, let's see. Well, you guys saw the Blue Bell liquor viral yes. stuff over the weekend, did you? Did you or not? No. So apparently, some there's video of a, of a kid who takes a. Uh, it's called Blue Bell ice cream. Uh, in, oh, in a store, yes. takes it out, licks it, and then puts it back on the... Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah, you in, meant booze that was sold in Bluebell, Pennsylvania. Me too. <laughs> no too. Uh, no, liquor, L-I-C-K-E-R. Gotcha. Uh, well, one Texas Walmart is taking no chances in the Froge- frozen aisle following the Bluebell liquor viral video scandal, and they have enlisted an armed staffer prepared with a gun to protect their shelves of Bluebell ice cream. But it's a water gun. It's a piss. It's uh, a water pistol. Uh-huh. So they jokingly have done it. Let
3: me ask you something. You see those videos? Don't those, that, that those tops come off way too quickly. That's why I think so much of this is faked, right? Can you, you ever go to a frozen ice cream and try to take the ice cream off a frozen top that quickly? It just screws right off in these videos. Oh, I didn't watch it. Okay. I I don't know. Well, whatever it is, it's disgusting. Uh,
1: Yesterday, police identified the San Antonio juvenile who went viral last week for illicitly sampling a half gallon of the brand's tin roof flavored ice cream at the superstore's Lufkin location. The female suspect made headlines for opening and licking a container of the frozen dessert before putting the item back on the shelves, cackling and walking away. A nine-second clip of the stomach-churning scene had, as of the, the publication's time, over 12 million times on Twitter. Uh, But in reply, a Walmart branch in Corpus Christi playfully prepared for the worst, taking a staffer, (laughs) uh, tasking a staffer with guarding their shelves of Bluebell with a menacing water gun. Mm. Uh, Police say that it was a truck driver's sneeze that resulted in a fiery crash that shut down I-93 North in New Hampshire on Wednesday for hours just before the Fourth of July holiday. A 61-year-old tractor-trailer driver from Canada was heading north at about 11 a.m., when he sneezed and beared into another tractor trailer that was disabled in the breakdown lane on the highway. Uh, There was only one minor injury, uh, but the crash sparked a large fire that fully engulfed both trucks. Uh, Police shut down the northbound side of the highway and diverted traffic. Police cited Andre Cassidy for crossing a solid line. Uh and uh, Casey, just to give you perspective, San Borton is just southwest of Lake Winnipesaukee.
3: Ah I yeah. love that place. Oh, yeah. You ever gotten into a uh, staging fit while driving? Uh yeah, mm. but I never
1: had one actually drove me off Drive the road.
3: Drive you off the road. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Uh three British
1: Airways cabin crew face getting fired for running naked through a hotel during a boozed <laughs> up orgy. <laughs> The trio were sent home and suspended following a debauched game of spin the bottle while they were in Singapore. Insiders said the group smuggled booze off the plane to have a good time after a 14-hour flight from Heathrow. After getting sozzled up on the stopover, we're so sozzled. the woman and two men were dared to strip and run down a corridor banging on doors of other guests. The source said drinking is far too expensive in Singapore for the young fleet, so provisions are taken for everyone to have a good time after.
3: By the way, we'll be your flight crew for tomorrow.
1: Uh, There were some frisky crew on this plane. There was snogging and stripping and fumbling between the crew, who were all naked. Uh, It didn't take long for spin the bottle to start, and suddenly three were tasked with running up and down the corridors to create havoc. In their state, they didn't think this was a bad idea. Uh, But a British Airways official was among those disturbed by their antics on Sunday. I guess staying in the same hotel. Uh, He was said to be disgusted and reported them to bosses back in London. So now they are facing disciplinary action. I would say so. All right. And uh, this is pretty wild. And it's right where I was this weekend. A a severely decomposed body was found Thursday morning in a lake in St. Petersburg surrounded by alligators. The St. Petersburg Police Department said that the body with alligator involvement was found in the mangroves and was so badly decomposed they couldn't determine the race or gender. Otis Crawford and Patricia Kays spotted the body Thursday. Crawford says they were eating breakfast in their car when they saw alligators dragging the remains in the water. He said, I quote, I seen the gator chomping on it.
3: Well, I seen it. I seen it from afar. So, He
1: said, so I walked out onto the dock out there, took a video. I seen it with a camera. And kind of determined it was something.
3: I asked the alligator, where did you find that body? He said,
1: I'm glad I noticed before the gator got the body into the bushes and then nobody would have ever known. Uh, Police said that uh, gators scattered when they retrieved the body from the lake. Uh, While the gators scattered, it doesn't mean, however, that the person died Uh, Since gators are known to be scavenger, meaning that they don't know if the gators killed the body or Or just came upon it uh, or were just eating it. Uh, fire rescue crews remove the body, and a medical examiner will determine the person's death. Pretty How well. gruesome. Yeah, my mom was talking about that while I was down there. She's like, did you hear? <laughs> I got pictures. <laughs> I seen it. She's seen it. <laughs> and that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. Alexa is on our studio cam as we speak. She is Miss July from our Totally Office calendar. So uh, feel free to view. We will be back in just
6: a moment. Stay with us. Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks.
3: Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevensinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevensinger.com.
6: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
4: Thank you very much, Kathy. Yes, KC. See, by the way, Alexa's doing an Instagram takeover right now oh, as well. So if you go to uh, oh, press right. Instagram. like by force? What's Not that? by force. Oh. Uh we uh we willingly, it, allowing willingly it. gave it. To awesome. Us. Yes.
1: So uh feel free to uh, search our accounts and uh take a look at what she's doing over there. Hey, uh there is a new study out of Michigan State University. Well let me let me preface this for a second before we get into the details of the study. A lot of um Dating apps these days are are trying
3: to match people up because of their similar interests. It's very much based on common interests right. and and uh, goals and things of that nature. And, and there's a belief they're missing a large part of it, right? Yeah.
1: Well, this this study from Michigan State University claims that actually just finding. A nice and pleasant partner is more important than someone who you share a lot of interests with.
3: So I was at a wedding uh, this weekend in Minnesota. My uh, niece in law, uh, Katie, got married, and and it was a wonderful event. But the discussion, this discussion of, you know, what are, what draws people together. What would you want more from a mate? You know, this this long term thing in a relationship. What is what are the best building blocks for that? Came up out either. Rather often. And uh, it's it's everyone has a different take on it. But I think if you like you've been married for a long time and, and you know, there's certain things that probably earlier on, I wouldn't have thought, wow, I really need that in a, in a person I'm going to spend time with. But now I appreciate, you know, what yeah. I have. Yeah. And it might be not initially what you think out of the gate
1: right and and you learn that that you have different interests yes as as a uh, you know being in a relationship and that that doesn't ruin things
3: no in right? fact i consider it a home run when my wife rolls her eyes at another batman figure yeah <laughs> and uh, but but she yeah. she also laughs and makes me feel good about it we have our different things you know, you always think in the beginning, oh, should we really just have to be, we have to love everything together and do everything together? No, no, no. You'll, you'll be divorced within an hour. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, listen, and and every relationship is
4: different. You know, it's like you can't parent all of your kids the same exact way. Everybody's different. So, I, you know, for my wife and I, what works for us is that we do have our different interests.
3: Yes. You know? like, or else you go nuts. Well, yeah,
4: yeah. You know, I don't necessarily want to do everything with her, I, and, you know.
3: May I ask you,
1: does she like fish at all?
4: Uh, I'm she, just just picking out one of your your big, Sure, sure. Yeah. she does not hate them. Okay, I was in a relationship with somebody before who despised them. Yeah, and it was, and, and uh, you're
3: not married to that person. And I'm not married to that yeah.
4: person. And that person, is, there's nothing wrong with that person. That person is actually a wonderful, wonderful human being, and, and it instance, never
3: acts up in prison.
4: Yeah, but for for <laughs> instance, like Fish played here on my my 25th birthday. Yeah, right. So July 4th, 2000 they played at in Camden and i was like that's what i'm doing for my birthday and that was like a big issue so i'm all like, three nights well but that was an issue because yeah. i wanted to do and i said you you can come to the concert and and so they didn't want to go to the concert. I'm like, Well, I'm going to the concert. That's what I didn't want to do. It's for your birthday. My birthday. It's my birthday. It's not about them, it's about you. Exactly. You know, and they can be yeah. a part of it if they want to. I agree with yeah. you. That. But yeah. your
3: your wife and your wife was supportive, right? She she was thrilled that you were enjoying it. I went to three
4: concerts two weeks ago without her, and she was totally fine. And that's it. My mm-hmm. wife
3: knows when I you know, I, I have a dumb I'm sitting there staring at my dumb batman versus superman statue on the yeah. kitchen table like an idiot and she's enjoying it for me without having to be tied down right without her having to go oh it's just the best piece of art i've ever seen and
4: mm-hmm. you know it's sort of you gotta like uh you know pick and choose your battles you know press you got out and snuck out for for around the golf last night and mm-hmm. i'm sure your with your girlfriend was, no, <laughs> but i'm sure your wife was fine with that yeah. she does not play golf and i'm sure listen if i went to like eight fish concerts in one summer, you know, probably my wife would go, okay, do you really need to go eight times, yeah. you know? And if you yeah. went and played golf eight days in a row, your wife would probably have an issue with that. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. It's, eh, excess is something you got to exactly. watch out for. But yeah.
4: but the fact that,
1: <clears throat> that it's not her thing and allows me to have my thing – it just shows you don't have
3: to – you don't have to do everything. It can be a – like, Share the, yeah. lo- a love of everything. To, to dot this I here, it's, it's, it can be – in fact, it can be the road to folly if you try to do that.
1: But they said that uh, the, the study author, this guy named Bill Chopkin, uh, Chopik, said that uh, people invest a lot in finding someone who's compatible, but their research says that may not be the end of it all. Instead, people may want to ask, are they a nice person? Well, Dude. they treat you right. Uh, Do they have a lot of anxiety? Uh, Those things matter way more than the fact that two people are introverts and end up together, he Mm. said. Uh, So he and his team claim to have conducted the most comprehensive study ever Mm. on relationship happiness. Uh, More specifically, researchers utilized a long-term survey of more than uh, 2,500. Now, these were heterosexual couples. Oh, we've been married around 20 years, so people that were, you know, had long- That'd be our realm. Yeah. Using this data, the study's author measured the impact of personality traits on well-being in these relationships. Researchers were shocked when the results indicated that shared interest and similar personalities had
3: little to no effect on relationship satisfaction. There you go. Interesting. interesting. Initially, when you were dating years ago- and when you were thinking about the concept of a marriage or a long-term relationship, wouldn't you have bet the farm that you should have similar yeah. likes and dislikes? Sure. And that's not the case. Yeah. It's funny because uh, my wife, as far as her interests are
4: concerned, the, I, I, I can only think of one off the top of my head that she likes that I'm like, whatever. And and it's it's a totally isolated thing. She loves to read books, and and I don't. You know, but everything else that like she likes to do, I'm like, yeah, I like to do that, too. Well, yeah,
3: Having a couple of things, my wife and I do share a couple of things that mm-hmm. we really love to to participate in. But yeah. the diversity, uh, you know, everybody having their thing is kind of a cool thing. And this that's what this um, this study by the Institute of Just Saying yep. uh, <laughs> says uh, is, is the best way or at least a better way. To pick a mate,
1: even among couples sharing personality traits, the study found that having a conscientious and nice partner leads to a more satisfying relationship. Uh, the study also concluded that relationships including a person who is especially neurotic or extroverted leads to lower relationship satisfaction. You know
3: what this is, really, Preston? This is the Dalton Guide to Dating.
10: <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah, you be, be nice. nice until it's time to not be nice. That's right. That makes sense. He yeah. would have been a great marriage He would have been counselor. a great uh, I'm going to go to Mark, who's on the line. Hey, Mark, good morning.
11: Hey, guys, good morning on this rainy day. Uh, hopefully, the sun will come out for the rest of the week. Well, wow. it uh, just
3: came out because you called. Yeah.
11: I am uh, married 27 years and get along very well with my wife, and hopefully, she gets along with me. <laughs> but we, uh, we're going to the Borgata for her 59th birthday in August. Mm-hmm. And. I will go into the event center to see the band America and she will gamble for a few hours and then meet back up and go back down to the condo. Okay. So, there you go. You yeah, few different things and still have a great marriage. And I do consider myself to have a great marriage. So, I mean, you don't have to have every single like.
3: No, Mark. In
11: fact, to, that would be boring.
3: To that point, she would know you would hate being participating in what she's doing you know, and you both know that. And once once you finally fess up about that and say, "Look, we can go together. We'll get together for this, and you'll go do that, and I'll go do the thing I want to do." I mean, I used to dutifully go to things, and, and Claire would as well. Where it's like, yeah, now that I know, it's like, why was I dragging her to these things? Yeah, and because hey, oh, you wanna
10: be happy.
4: and
3: you know her; she knows you. She knows you're not happy. Why There's put on the show? Things. Yeah.
11: And only one thing that mattered to me. Hmm.
3: If she was a Dallas fan, and
11: in <laughs> that... my eyes, she's beautiful and stunning, and still is, was then, and always will be. But deals off. If she was a Dallas Cowboy fan, yeah, you're out. that's yeah. a
4: bridge too far. That first date would have been over the second I found that out. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> that's
1: that's taking it too far.
4: Yeah, I, I. You know what? Listen, I I would like to think that that I would. Have Maybe I would have at least paid for the date, but I probably would have ended the date early and walked Listen. down and said, "You know, I can't.
7: This is not something that I want to introduce to my life."
3: I saw you suck the chrome off that boat hitch, but you are <laughs> a uh, Dallas fan.
7: You'll see that happen at Eagles games, though. Occasionally, you know, be a boyfriend and a girlfriend where one's a Cowboys fan and one's an Eagles fan, or you know, Yankees and Red Sox or whatever. And and like that's sports, so you can kind of gloss over it and, and have some fun. Yeah, but like when when somebody is like i think about the um uh steve who who is the uh, political consultant oh, uh, uh, carvel, uh, carvel, carvel carvel and uh, M- madlin yeah, yeah. Oh, and they about, are, they
3: are diametrically opposed
1: Kellyanne conway and her husband yeah, 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 yeah. same
3: thing i don't know how they you know
1: but I
7: mean, how yeah. how can you live like that, yeah. that you know i think that, that informs so much of who you are in so many respects but maybe they just leave the politics at the office and come home and and celebrate each other for who they are outside of politics yeah. and, i don't they're know they're probably
3: that, all into and I'm going to guess here, collecting Batman figures. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the commonality (laughs) that draws them together as Mm. any healthy couple who... Collects figures, but can tell you. My
4: wife and I have these discussions all the time, and I think politically we generally align ourselves together, but we definitely disagree. But we have great debates about the things that we don't agree well, on. They're, and
7: they're respectful of one another. You know, you respect her opinion, and, and they're nice. You know, at the end of the day, you're not going to call her a bitch for disagreeing with No, you. no. My no.
4: my general point is, is like, okay, well, change my mind. Give me a good reason why i should think differently touch me down there touch me down there and then then i'll probably change, my mind. change your notion <laughs> you know
3: i was reading a great article in the butthole magazine <laughs> <laughs> about how we can exchange political ideas through
7: our buttholes <laughs> butthole. butthole. yeah um, <laughs> you know what you're right i'm gonna go
1: perhaps i was too rash i'm gonna go to patrick hi patrick good morning
11: hey guys greetings from uh, chattanooga tennessee hi oh. hey. thanks for calling in buddy what's up hey uh, i just want to tell you all um i have a relating story um my ex-wife and i uh we had a kid about three years ago and when she was first born i wanted to take some time off with my buddies and uh, i told her the previous day that uh we were going hiking for the whole day and she was like yeah that's fine that's okay and um we're an hour into the hike the next day, and she calls back, and she's like, "You need to get home right now. Uh, I'm not taking care of this baby by myself." And I'm, I was just so confused as to you know why she was saying all this when she told me, obviously I could go.
3: Right. Well, but, was you know, she in labor at the time that she called, or was,
4: was the baby less than like six months old?
11: Uh yeah, she was.
3: Yeah. She was listen, old now. I, you know, uh, it was it was it was one day you were going hiking for. Huh? It was it just one day you were going hiking for?
4: It's yeah, a weird time day. when when the baby's yeah. first born though, especially when it's your first baby, emotionally just, and
3: everything, emotionally yeah. and
4: all that sort of stuff. So I I'm, I don't want to necessarily say I side with your wife. I just understand. I understand yeah, her her yeah, perspective yeah. and and the quick changing of her mind. I I, I get yeah. it. I really do.
3: So so how did you how
4: did you resolve it?
3: How did you resolve it, Patrick? Or obviously oh, you did.
4: I,
11: I came home. <laughs> I got a divorce.
3: <laughs> yeah. I got a divorce. Yeah. I, Listen, I'll come home and we'll get a divorce. I saw a funny yeah. p- a
4: video on, I think it was on Twitter, where this guy was out golfing with his buddies. Yeah. Right? And clearly uh, his wife didn't want him to go and play golf. So he, and you could see in the video, he had brought his hard hat and his, like, safety vest that he wears. He's a construction worker of some sort. Mm-hmm. And he brought it with him to play golf just on the off chance that his wife would FaceTime him. <laughs>
2: And oh, so he would look like he was at work?
4: God. Oh, my Oh, I saw that. You, she did, and yes. you see him standing off the side <laughs> with like a like a creek or whatever in the background, and there's the a guy great. FaceTiming his wife. <laughs> Looks like he's <laughs> at the site. Looks like he's I don't at even the know site. if
3: that's real or fake, but it's hilarious. Uh-huh. I saw that, yeah, and, and I was wondering what that was about.
1: That's that is great. I was at great. the golf course one time, and a guy was... On the phone with his wife, they were fighting it was I was loving it i mean it was <laughs> I was getting a kick out of it, and it was clear that she didn't want him playing golf uh-huh and, oh man was or maybe he was no, I'm sorry, it went deeper than that he was uh, he was talking about not being with somebody. Uh, or you know, he, she she was accusing him of cheating. That's what okay. It was. Oh, right. well, there sure. you go. never
4: mind. Oh, go was past somewhere.
1: <laughs> it, it was still very funny to watch. So.
4: I will say, when you have babies at home, like yeah. babies, not kids, but babies, eh, they, you know, perspective, you know, things change just a little bit, just a, just a tiny little bit.
3: Mm. Yes,
4: I'm not. I, I'm at a point in my life where I'm not changing diapers anymore or anything like that. The well, kids your kid's are very, are too old now. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, that would be a problem.
3: Why are you crapping your pants? <laughs> Honestly. Uh, let's face the bigger get issue. Get your yeah. own
1: wife to change your diapers. Get your children to stop using ba- <laughs> you know, the bathroom in their pants. <laughs> right. they want to change diapers no, but the, to the point of this study, I find this interesting because there is that there 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 are um, some misconceptions that opposites attract. Uh or or that uh, women are looking for a bad boy or something along those yeah. lines. The the essentially what this study says, you can be different people, but the question you have to ask yourself is, is this a nice person? And but and I think more than just nice to you. Are they just genuinely yeah. a nice person? A good person. Good good with people. If you want to to have this last. Now, this is to people who have been married 20 years or more that, are, that were a part of the study. But that's what they found is, are in their heart or in your heart. Do you believe that they are a good person? I think and all that of us are question. married
4: to good people.
3: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, my wife, uh, she's my best bet at getting into heaven, I think. <laughs> mm. Yeah, they, they, you got to look at her and go, well, all right. If she likes you, I guess we're OK. Yeah.
1: Let me go to Bill next. Hey, Bill, good morning. Good morning. Hey,
5: How what's up, guys? Good, buddy. What's going on? Uh, I'm recently widowed after being married for 44 years. Wow.
1: wow. Sorry to hear that.
5: Uh, well, I mean, yeah. I'm
1: glad you were married for 44 years, but the other part is bad.
5: Yeah, we were, uh, we were hoping for 50, make the kids pay for the party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but what Casey was saying, we had an opposite interests. I love sports, golfing, football, played in leagues for years and years. I umpired baseball, everything. She liked the theater and stuff. Mm. She would go to New York with her girlfriends and everything else, and I would go and play golf on special occasions like birthdays or something. I We'd go out to dinner. We'd go see a play like Cats or something, or one of the ones that would interest me. So, And she would come to some of my games and everything else, especially when I, I got to umpire some city championship games at the vet or at Citizens Bank Park. She would come to them and watch. So occasionally we crossed over and everything else. But we just respected each other and, and knew that that person liked that and they were having fun and let them have their fun. You yeah, know? That's, that's all. That's great. all
3: Honestly, mm-hmm. uh, she, My my wife knows is acutely aware. Thanks, Bill. When I'm not going to have a good time with something and she looks out for that. And this and subsequently she goes and has a better time because she knows
7: I'm not there under well.
2: Because well, they're worrying about whether about giving
7: you're... me a good time. Yeah, it's a, it's a case where being selfish—you're not really being selfish. You know, like no. your your selfishness is mostly about. Wanting to make sure that she's all right. Let me be at home with my meth. Right. And she can go have a good time. You got hobbies. Yeah, I got hobbies. I'm a chemist.
4: <laughs> uh, so I went and did this thing in the Grand Canyon. I went. I was gone for a week, and my wife was totally fine with me doing this thing. And it's because...
3: She got to spend time with her other husband. She was, you know, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, good. Because you guys never get enough You guys never time. get And I feel bad. I hope I'm not tearing you guys apart. Yeah.
4: But there are aspects of what I did that she would have loved to have done. But yeah. then the other parts, you know... Crapping outside and sleeping under the stars and bugs and all that sort There's of stuff. That's the awesome part. That's the part that she does is not into. And Oh, I we, thought, yeah. No, but you, know, but, you know, I was very, very grateful that she, you know, allowed me to go do that. Crap
1: outside <laughs> all you
4: want, honey. Uh-huh. Here. Go do it. Here's a bag. Yeah. We go down the shore a lot. Go but. crap outside. She loves sitting on the beach. <laughs> I like going for bike rides. So, right. And she, we were actually just talking about that this weekend. It's like, you know. This is this is great. Like you, you can go do it. You, you know, we're both in a place that we love, and we're both doing separate things,
3: right? You know that we enjoy doing. Yeah. Go on so, living separate lives. So there, that that's why
1: this this study is second guessing a lot of the uh, dating websites or dating apps that that are simply looking for similar interests. And, and they're saying, eh, it's, it's bigger than that. It's, it's, it's not just... Now, that can be a good step-off. Point. Sure. It can be a great way for you to... I find... like crapping outside, and you do too. Let's get together.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, But you can... And we'll read Butthole magazine. <laughs> this great article in this month's Butthole, best ways to crap outside. <laughs> but uh, but th- these are great kickoff
1: points uh, to maybe... Um, you know, break the ice and get to know who that person is. Yeah. I think is okay, so that might work. But but in the long run, you need to ask yourself: Is this a nice person? You know, and not just necessarily they like doing this, I like doing that. You know what I mean? My
3: yeah. yes, yes, it means so much. You're exactly right. Those the, and those moments, you know it. I hate to keep going back to this. Is forty. But that has one of the penultimate scenes of what happens when you have the right person. When mm-hmm. Paul runs up with a mirror on his the best
2: again, scene going in back to a butthole yeah.
3: and, and asks the wife, What is this? Yeah. You know? Yep. I love it. And she's and she without flinching, go you know, jumps right okay.
2: That's, that's important,
3: you know, that about you and
4: Dennis, like, what are the things that you love? That's
2: forever. I've salsa danced my, you know, for a really long time. And And he loves crapping outside,
4: (laughs) (laughs) but he never gives you crap
1: about like, you know, No, no, he never did. Does he ever dance ever? No. Like even at a wedding or something like that after a few cocktails, just go out and do, you know,
2: um, I mean, maybe like okay. a little So that same thing as step. me.
3: Same thing as I me. I will. I I will gladly dance at weddings for my my wife and, and do that. I, I just I'm a, a classically trained dancer, and that's my <laughs> thing. Mm-hmm. And I it's hard for me to do these you know uh, hip hop steps. I'm more jazz tap, <laughs> right? Uh,
4: but your husband likes to go to <laughs> Eagles games and stuff like that. And yeah, and that's
2: something I never did with him. I I I used when I worked down there. That was the only time I went. To an Eagles game, but to go at all that all day tailgating, uh, game after ta- you know did, after the game, I'm not, that's too much for me. Did
3: you go through the period where you thought, well, I guess I should go with him because I, you know, we're a couple, and I guess it's no, part of didn't the want
2: Me to go to the Eagles game with him, right? right. But in <laughs> the beginning, when you first, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm sure there were things yeah. that you know. We sacrificed because we didn't necessarily want to do at the time when we were first married. Until,
3: until somebody finally turns to the other one and goes, you know, I really don't like this. And the other person finally goes, thank God, because I know you don't like it. Yeah. Now that we're clear on this, we can both enjoy
7: it. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of crapping outside, um, my girlfriend and I are going... Why do we
2: keep going back to <laughs> <for> that?
7: <laughs> <laughs> we're going, because it's pertinent. We're, it's we're, part of the study. <laughs> we're uh, we're going camping next week uh, out west, and um, we <laughs> she <laughs> invested in a trowel for uh, digging... Holes, crap holes, crap yeah, holes. cat holes, cat holes, and yeah. and I was informed yesterday, honey, it's okay. Uh, we we don't have to um, take the toilet paper out when we camp in, so you're allowed <laughs> to bury the toilet paper that you've used for the crap hole in the hole itself. And wow, this was a lesson I learned in my relationship. You said yes. biodegradable stuff, biodegradable crap uh, hole. <laughs> did you turn? <laughs> did you turn to her and go, I am so wet. Toilet paper. Yeah, it really. Jeez. Turn me on to hear uh, this, but you know what? Like, uh, it's something that we enjoy doing together, and she takes the lead, and she bought the trial. So now, you
1: and your gal share a lot of interests together. You yeah. like doing a lot of the same things. Are and there she, things that you would go off and do on your own
7: though? Oh, sure, yeah. And there are things that um, that I'm into that she's not into at all. And there, you know, there are plenty. Of, like she she is completely apolitical, and she doesn't like paying attention in the news and yeah. things like that. Like for her, that that's a turn off, and I like paying attention to those types of things so um you know uh, uh, yes but she'll she'll uh turn me on to things that i never thought i'd be into at all okay. sometimes she likes them more than i do and that's cool too yeah i'm just i'll meet you at the crap hole i'll meet yep. you at the crap uh
1: dr mike's on the line Ooh. and we're uh, is he dr love now i, mean, I think he's dr love this is, we're not really talking about medical things but here he is from fox 29 and Penn medicine dr mike serigliano hey dr mike
13: You are talking about medical things, Preston. Do (laughs) you know that if you're married and in a good marriage? All of the data, all the studies show that you will live a long life. You'll live a longer life. You'll have less medical problems. And so this is very medical. In fact, that that there was a recent study that came out that said, and it has to do with the quality of the marriage, of course. If you're in a dysfunctional marriage, that's not good as well. But the bottom line is if you're married and you're in a long-term relationship, all the studies show that your health is better, both – Psychologically, physically, and every other way.
3: Mm. Well, they, and that stands to reason. But you're right. I mean, obviously, you could be in in a long term relationship without the marriage, and if you if you're with the right person and it's an enriching relationship, it will serve you well. Uh,
13: well I, I've observed humanity uh, for the last 27 years, and let me tell you something. That the, the bottom line is this: that. I believe in hot monogamy. I believe that if you feed the fire, if you make it happen, if you bring it to the table. And and Nick, you, you, you know, you're you're preaching to the choir there in terms of, hey, she's into this whatever the hell she's into, and you you're going to go crapping outside. Yeah. So so that but that shows love. I mean, when I see uh, I mean just for a, 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 a minor example if 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 I need toothpaste mm-hmm. all right i don 't even have to say anything my my loving, amazing wife has it there for me to me, that speaks volumes and, and, and it 's all all about loving and caring and it's it's uh it's the way to go
1: hey dr mike so could the could the converse be true that if you're in a a bad destructive relationship that it it can actually shorten your life
13: well, the stress of that is certainly something, if you're in a, an abusive relationship, that, 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 that goes against all the data. It's, it's got to be a, a good relationship. But the bottom line is, how do you make a good relationship? You have to feed the plant. You have to put water. You have to feed it. You have to show that you actually care. I, I personally, just as an example, I never buy my wife flowers on Valentine's Day because that's what you're supposed to do. I buy them throughout the year, mainly because it's spontaneous. And I just want her to know, hey, this is all year. I, I'm not going to do right that just
3: because you're supposed to do the, that, that, mm-hmm. that, that the holiday dictates that you do that. And also, I agree with thanking, for example, uh, you know, she she does the laundry uh, in the house and when she I thank her every time she does it, if it's folded and all that stuff. And I, I all those things that she's doing to make the uh, the the our experience together uh, good and, and uh, you know, and, and and take it off my plate and all the stuff she does, you, you, you know, make Make sure that it's known that it's not being taken for granted.
13: Well, and, and the thing is, I mean, Steve, you and I have talked about this many times. We have unique interests. Yes. And, and, <laughs> and the fact that Claire is totally okay with the Batman ensemble that inhabits your <laughs> earth, your your, your uh, home. I mean, the, the bottom line is, is that all of us have these these different quirks, and whether it's golf, Preston, I mean, your wife uh, 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 lets you play golf. I I don't want to say lets you, but it it encourages you to be happy, and that's what it's all about, and that's what pure love is. There it is.
3: I agree. All right. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And he knows love, Dr. Mike.
13: It's all
14: about the love. Love ya. Love ya. Love ya.
1: All right. Talk to you later, Dr. Mike. I'll see you. So... Yeah, that stands to reason. Yeah. Uh, But the gist of this whole thing is you don't necessarily have to agree. You don't have to have all these great things in common. You just... Need, you, you just need to find a good person. That's the question you have to ask is, is this a good person?
3: And entertain that notion, as you said. Don't know <clears throat> automatically. Well, I like the bad boy. Do you really? Mm. Is that the kind of person or the bad girl? Yeah. I like the guy in prison. I like the murderer. Uh, but they're mm. saying
1: that the, the people who have the longest relationships. Usually uh, they, they consider the other person just a good person. That's what you yeah. are looking for. So the studies authors say that the dating apps attempting to match people based on shared interest, may need to rethink their approach. So That's uh, uh, sage advice. Yeah, We shall see. I say, you know what's a really good way to get in a relationship? Booze. And <laughs> I have got a case of beer. Uh, it's a, you guys could share a Yard's Pink. How about that? I'll take uh, caller number 12 at two one five two six three 263 wmmr and I will give you a case of Yard's Pink, which is now available year-round in 12-pack cans. Pink is a sparkling tart berry ale. You can grab a case of pink pink cans at uh, Yardsbury at fifth and spring garden or at Branmar liquors in wilmington delaware call our 12 you get it 215-263-WMMR the number back <laughs> in a moment bless you alexa is on our hottie can yeah. this morning alexa is miss july in our totally <coughs> office calendar so uh feel free to take she's doing a uh, uh, instagram takeover as well we'll be back in just a moment
0: For 50-plus years, MMR has owned the Stones. And now now you can own the Stones with a free pair of tickets. tickets. Listen to Win Your Way In to see the Rolling Stones, July 23rd in Philadelphia. Tune in at 8 a.m. when Preston and Steve reveal the winning Stones song of the day and the hour it will play. Listen for MMR to play it from a final copy of Honk, their new greatest hits album 25th caller picks up the record and two tickets to see the rolling stones when we spin you win only from 93.3 wmmr everything that rocks
1: i've been told that i can say that the song is tumbling dice and it will air in the two o'clock hour oh you can't marissa handed me a note and give me a thumbs up
3: okay well i believe marissa
1: it's on her i do believe her too uh, by the way, Nick, uh, uh, speaking of Alexa from our Totally
7: Office calendar, did you say that she was a, a Lady Gaga impersonator? Yeah, she's a really impressive one. If you follow her on Twitter or, or on Instagram, you'll see some posts. Her Twitter and, Alec- um, and uh, Instagram handles are Alexa M. Santi, right? A- S-A-N-T-Y. And um, she takes phenomenal photos, as you would imagine, for mm-hmm. any of the women in our calendar. But she does a really impressive Lady Gaga. Um, and Madonna. And Madonna. And, uh, Singing? Like, no, no, like uh, running Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: you're for hire for
2: that type of stuff, Alexa? Yeah, she's actually traveling this week or this weekend to go do a job.
3: Wow. Look at the talent in our calendar. I know.
1: Unbelievable. Well, she dances. She does all kinds of stuff. She's a teacher, and um, like I said, she works like 15 different jobs whenever she wants to. She's a model, Um, and she does these impressions, which is pretty wild, so
7: very cool. There's a side-by-side. Her pinned tweet on on Twitter is a side-by-side shot of her and Lady Gaga And I had to watch it three or four times before I could figure out which one was actually Lady Gaga.
1: (laughs) See, I thought she was a singer. No, No, she she was was a dancer. dancer. Oh, my
2: God! (laughs) (laughs) Damn right. (laughs) She's my neighbor, too. Really? Yeah, she lives right down Conchie? the street.
1: yeah, awesome, nice. All right, well, uh, right now, take a look at all the all the glory is at the Alexa. Place. This is actually very
3: good because all of us do Bradley Cooper impressions and do a lot of runway work as <laughs> we'll Bradley Cooper lookalikes. Right, right into yeah. that,
1: yeah. Hey,
2: real quick, speaking of Alexa, can I just quick mention what's on the website now? Yeah, what's or do on you want the to wait the, to submit? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please yes. do. So yeah. Alexa is one of our calendar girls, but now um, we're gonna start searching for the twenty twenty calendar girls. And uh, if you go to Preston there's a link up there now where you can submit if you're interested in possibly being in the calendar
1: yes and uh kathy curates all of that all the all the gals and and gets the information and helps us is a huge huge part in organizing the stuff for the calendar so please do that we would love for you to uh to be on board and and you never know you might end up in the pages uh i have this email it says uh hey preston i'm a diehard podcaster ever since finding your show 15 years ago uh, I always enjoy how Steve comes up with your different titles when you try <laughs> to not be redundant with the junk drawer. <laughs> when the proprietor came into existence, Steve mentioned that he would run an odds and ends type store, but that there isn't that there isn't such a thing. However, in a small town named Watkinsville, Georgia, right outside of Athens. There is absolutely an odds and ends store, and I've attached photos of it now, uh, and now whenever I drive by it, I chuckle because I have an image of you in overalls and a straw hat, and I wanted... To request a shot. And, and by the way, she sent a, um, a picture. It's called Reads, Odds, and Ends. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> there, were, there were several pictures, but I just uh, printed out the one.
7: There's the proprietor, Preston Elliott. <laughs> oh, the, and the N is backwards. Isn't that adorable?
1: <laughs> Isn't it, though? Uh, and she said, I also wanted to request a shout-out from my husband, Matt, since I've been trying to get him to listen to y'all more. Uh, thanks so much. And yeah, cup, and that is from uh, Denise Strickland. So here you go. How
3: about that? We had Chattanooga earlier. Yeah. Georgia. And now one out of Georgia,
1: which is pretty cool. Is it so
4: Denise or Dennis? D E N I S E. So did he say I'm gonna get my she get my wife to listen more? I wanna request a shout out for my husband oh, Matt,
1: since okay. I have been trying to get him to listen to y'all more.
4: That's what it was. And that's In why mind. I went with Denise Strickland. So <laughs>
1: Uh, thank you, Denise. We appreciate you checking in. Really so an extra short. Uh, yeah, I think we could throw another one in. Um, so should we stay in the store for a little bit?
3: Let's stay in the store with yeah. the to Preston Elliott. He's get- just putting up the new inventory of butthole magazines. <laughs> Very popular around these parts.
10: <laughs> Folks oh. like
3: to read and get stories about, well, you know, buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> All you need is at the store.
1: All right, well, here's one that actually is in Delaware. Um... So I don't know if you want to consider that the butthole. Actually, shopping. Yeah, no. uh, Several five-digit license plates will be up for
3: grabs in Delaware starting tomorrow. It's a big story. We we found out just how impactful this whole uh, license plate thing is in Delaware, and how much it means. Low-digit tags are coveted,
1: sometimes fetching thousands at auction. Typically, the lower the number, the more valuable it is with some five-digit tags currently on sale online for $750 to $2,000. See, I was thinking like down to like one and two digits. That's what I was thinking. But five digits are also considered? That's just stupid. Because, I mean, I, I'm used to like six or six or seven being your standard license plate. right? Right. But I guess for... If it's five, then it's considered. Um, I don't know. Is well, it black and, desirable and white? Desirable in uh, in Delaware? I don't know. Case.
3: Well, the number the one is the governor, right? I believe so. I, I think I remember we, we went through all this yeah. lore before, but um, right. it was the you're right, Preston, the single digits were the most coveted. And in fact, in cases being handed down from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the state also sometimes makes low digit
1: tags available to the public starting uh, July 9th tomorrow. A limited number of five digit license plates will be available at the Delaware City uh, Dover, well, oh, I'm sorry. At, at the Delaware City, Dover, Wilmington, and Georgetown DMV locations, on a first come, first served basis. So did, that's tomorrow.
3: Do they offer vanity plates in um, Delaware? Don't most don't most states offer vanity plates? Yeah.
1: I I thought they all did, but that's just yeah. a that's an assumption that I've made, so, so I don't I, know. Case.
4: I have a question about vanity plates. Like, what is the least amount of le- digits uh, you well, can have in a vanity plate? Like, could you? get Did a vanity you, plate 1. No, well get a vanity plate i and it looks like a 1. No. Yeah. No.
7: They do though offer them uh through the Delaware DMV. Um I don't know if you could just get i uh but I imagine if it's available you probably can. I mean Pierre has one on the now defunct Minerva uh which is sitting in a parking garage somewhere but it's just Minerva. Yeah. And and when I worked for him I had to get out to get the license plate didn't Take very long. It didn't cost very much. But in Pennsylvania, you guys in
4: Pennsylvania, the the least I've ever seen is three. You'll see like a three-letter. You know, it's usually somebody's initials or whatever. Right. But I've never seen less than three. Yeah.
3: Have you, uh, ever, have you ever had uh, any of you ever had a vanity plate on uh, car? I
1: wanted to when I was younger, and then I realized it was kind of dumb. But uh, you know, every now and then I see one that's clever. I'm like, okay. That's fun. Yeah. But most of them, I just kind of kind of brush off. What about you? Do
4: you have one? My mom had one. Um, it was uh, Fosse. Actually, I, I want to say my sister had one, too. I never personally did. I actually want to get vanity plates for me and my whole family. I want it to be, you know, the, the same three letters and then, obviously, like a number afterwards. Right. So it would all, you know, so it would sort of be like a fan, family vanity plate. Like, right. a, like a fleet of vehicles. Yeah, kind of. Under yeah. the Foster brand. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, so drivers have to come get the tags in person. They cannot be reserved in advance nor over the phone. And the promotion will run only as long as supplies last.
3: So they're saying people are spending between 750 and and $1,000 for five digit Yeah. Tags? 2000 yeah. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense.
1: I'm going to go to Becky out of Delaware. Hi, Becky. Good morning. Hi,
12: how you doing?
1: Good, Becky. Uh, you wanted to comment on the vanity plate in Delaware.
12: Yes, my husband has a vanity plate. He's a huge Star Wars fan and a huge fan of your show. And his vanity plate is Red 5, like for Star Wars.
3: Oh, all right. That's
1: cool.
9: Yeah, it's only four digits.
1: Okay, interesting. You know what? Now, do those differ from the black and white tags?
9: Yeah, his is not
12: black and white. But I don't have black and white. I'm not from Delaware originally. But people are crazy for those black and white.
3: Okay,
10: so...
12: Like, they're like, they, they are worth a lot of money. I don't get it. I never heard of such a thing, but that's what it's like
3: down here. <laughs> the restrictions keep you, obviously, you can't put any profanity up. You can't put anything up that approximates a profanity, correct? Is that, that's usually Yeah, they've worth?
1: got a, they've got a, uh, uh, I, I've seen in states things that have not passed because of. Like F-U-H-K. The potential, um, yeah, yeah, things like yeah. that they won't, they won't let fly. There's a, there's a, there's a group of people that, that have, to, that has to go over. Over that and right make sure that they they're approved so um you know what I've never really even looked at are the the specialty plates that you can purchase and I think sometimes they have to be a donation to whatever that might be the you know the Audubon Society or whatever the, might the be.
3: otters you the otters. The otters. Yeah. I always yeah. wanted an
7: otter plate. There's a yeah. zoo one, right, with a tiger on it? think so. Yeah, I've seen those. And then you can <laughs> also get ones for your colleges. So I've seen her sign Bucknell, Westchester, all of those. And, purple orchid. And purple orchid, if you graduated <laughs> from there. Uh,
1: yeah, I need to – I should look into that and see if there's one what more. What would there. you get? I, I don't know. Yeah. I'd have to see what's available. I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. Butthole, I guess. It's <laughs> <laughs> Kind of the one. Remember Butthole. that uh, bumper stumpers?
4: That, that uh, game show bumper stumpers? Bumper stumpers. Yep. Yeah, I love that show. Oh,
3: yeah. God, I love that show. <laughs> uh, Bumpers, stumpers.
1: Let me go to Eileen. Hey, Eileen. Hey,
9: guys. Hey. Hello. Hey, what's up? Um, I'm a Native Delawarean, and I think people just try to want to be somebody with the five-digit tags. I Four-digit tags and lower, I'm good with, but I think it's the five-digit tags, like, It's stupid as a native Delawarean. (laughs) It means nothing? I just think it's stupid. People want to be somebody, and they're not. (laughs) But if you're four-digit and lower, that's fine with me, and I think it's kind of cool. But I don't know. I just think the five-digit tags are a moneymaker for the state. All right. So
3: so as a native Delawarean, you're saying that that the the four digits tend to represent a bit of status, correct?
9: Oh, yeah, definitely. The smaller anything, four-digit and lower... You see those cars, and you're like, that license plate is worth a lot of money. Mm, and, okay. you know, and it's a status thing. People with five digits, I just think they're wannabes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you're a five-digit wannabe. Eileen, yeah. come on.
9: <laughs> no, I'm serious. If I'm going to buy a tag, I would wait for four-digit and lower. I would not even bother with a five-digit tag. Come
3: on. <laughs> she, she lives there. Thanks, Eileen. Yep,
1: it's,
9: have a good one, guys. You
1: too. It's weird how, you know... Some things are a thing, you They're know. What I mean? a, yeah. And and especially regionally, and yeah. You wouldn't understand around here, but you know, it's a thing. This is important. It's yeah. a thing. And it's just, it's I just—I was always damage.
3: happy with letting the state determine my license plate. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty okay
4: yeah. with that too. Do you guys even know
3: what your license plate number is? Uh, yeah. I do. I don't. I, I have know, no yeah.
2: idea. <laughs> right? I don't even know one letter. Do you know
3: how I had to learn it? Because in some parking for, uh, lots. You enter, uh, you used to, now they're, they're all converting to the app, but you would have to enter your license plate punch that in and uh, oh, then okay. it'd, it'd print up the tag. Right, right. I've always been good with the license plate. I don't know why, but I just,
1: it's something that I make a note of, you know, and sometimes you do have to, like, we, I stayed in a hotel over
14: yeah, the sometimes weekend you need to give it. and <laughs> I
1: didn't have my car there. We had my, my mom's car and I'm like, oh, now I got to go back outside and look at what the freaking tag number is. So I've made it a point to memorize. Mine. do you remember all, the, all that stuff like social security number and all that stuff yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. what about
7: your driver's license number
1: yeah I well know. i I know my uh, the reason I know my old driver's license number is because I got a DUI when I was 20 <laughs> oh boy and I had to go to the um the classes to take. And it was required that you write down your driver's license number on the uh, oh on the form. Wow. Every single time, and it was not short. W nine four five zero two two five two two nine one 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 three. Wow! So I had to remember. I had to memorize that. This and is Missouri. Yeah, this is
3: way back yeah. when. when
1: I was a teen, when I was uh, nineteen or twenty. Anyway, I was stupid. But,
3: no, I yeah. well yeah. It, it, obviously, it's something you, you were good at doing, but I, I remembered my social security number because that's the way they used to post your grades in college. Okay, they would post you post them next to your social security number. My wife knows every
1: number. She knows every single social security number of me and our kids. She knows all of our credit card numbers by heart. She knows all the license plate numbers. She knows all that stuff.
3: Does she know the latitude and longitude of your home? God,
1: probably. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Uh, Hang on a second. Let me go to Sadie. Hi, Sadie.
12: Hi. Hey, what's up? So we have three low-digit tags in the state of Delaware. When my husband first bought the first one, it was worth a. it's worth a lot of money. I'm not really gonna disclose it. Um but we had it on a very old two thousand two C R V, so it was referred to as a Delaware Bentley.
10: A Delaware
3: the Bentley. Plate, oh m- may, may a Delaware
12: I, Bentley. May, the license plate sorry.
3: No, I was just gonna ask may I ask you without disclosing the exact amount, how many how many are we talking uh,
12: Thousands.
3: Well, okay. All right.
12: Thousands. Oh, I all don't right. tell exactly how many thousands, but thousands. Okay. And um so it's on our 2002 Honda CRV, which was only worth maybe a couple thousand dollars, if not. So we had a Delaware Bentley because of that. The <laughs> license plate was worth a lot more than the car. Wow. Um, I kind of grumbled about it. So he surprised me with my own five-digit tag, which was not worth thousands, but about 750, I think, he paid for the five-digit tag. Um, when we first met, he had Zeppelin because he's a huge Led Zeppelin fan. Um, on his Camaro, and now we have the Zeppelin tag on his suburban. Well, let me ask you: Do you
3: think a five as a five-digit person, you're you're a four-digit wannabe, as the other caller said?
12: Well, what's funny is we sold the car to my mom that has the five-digit plate on it, so she drives that around, um, and I get to drive around the car with the four-digit tag because my husband's driving around the Zeppelin.
1: <laughs> the Zeppelin tag. All right wow. Now, are is are the five digits? Are they black and whites?
12: Uh, yeah, ours is. We have a black and white five digit, and actually our four digit tag is a special one. It's like ceramic with these metal reflectors. And we were we we were on our way to uh, Kenobles in Ely'sburg, Pennsylvania, one night. It was ten o'clock at night. Actually, I think it was last year. And we get pulled over. Our the cop, who was very very young, and you know probably from that area, literally says to my husband, "Is this a correct tag? Is that a real tag? That's why he pulled him over." Because of the four-digit tag on the ah, of the car.
3: Uh, There you go. See, he didn't know. Interesting. Well, well hopefully, hopefully, we're we're enlightening people now to the whole bizarre Delawarean yeah. license. We've discussed it before. Situation. Yeah. yeah,
10: I had and, heard, and, it,
12: and it's very funny. It, it's so hilarious. He just got into it a few years ago, and now we have one more tag too. He also bought a three-digit surf tag for the front of the vehicle that allows us to be on the beach to surf fish. Ooh but they used to make them into different digits and they don't make them like that anymore. So he also has that.
3: Wow. That's weird. There's a, there's a Thanks, show Sadie. on me TV that, uh, it's uh, with these collectors and these things, you talk about things that you had no idea president were things that people go crazy for, mm-hmm. but there's, you know, there, if if you have more than just a couple of people who really covet this stuff, the price goes through the roof. Yeah. yeah. I had heard, and I don't know if this is true
4: I don't know how it could be true. They're flying uh, squirrels upstate? No, that's totally true. (laughs) Uh, That you're more inclined to get pulled over if you have a vanity plate. Well,
2: it's easier for them to check your plate, I would imagine.
3: I've always heard it's the actual make of the car, you know, like and color. Red Red is a a color that's often
4: targeted. I had a red car, and I had heard that, and I had asked somebody. Did did you uh, get pulled over a lot? I got pulled over one time. Um, What kind of car was it? it was a a4 Hmm. Uh, but it would the i got pulled over because of the tint oh and your windows yeah All
1: right. spent a lot of money on that i, it was, that? Curious, I was curious how how people with the dark tinted windows don't get pulled over all the time
3: i see them a lot and I, it's my understanding that they're not legal to be and, and well
1: like, you can have a legal reason to have them you you have i'm blind well, the, you have you yeah, have vi- visual issues. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you can legally have them, but
3: a police officer doesn't know that simply by looking at your.
1: Yeah, car. but I
2: think it's one of those things where they can't just pull you over for that. There's got to be another reason, like talking on the uh, cell phone.
3: You have to be shooting out the window. No, they, they can't, can't bring- see you talking <laughs>
4: on your phone because the windows are so dark. They, no, they can pull you over for the uh, severity of your tent. And then they have, like, a little gadget that they use. Dude, you got a really severe (laughs) tint. But
1: Kathy's curious if that's the only reason that they can pull you over. Yeah, Yeah,
4: that's why I got pulled over. I got pulled over specifically for my tint. I wasn't doing anything else wrong. Right around the corner here.
2: Oh, you were in Pennsylvania. I
4: was in Pennsylvania. I I got Mm. pulled over, and then the the police officer used this little gadget to see if um, the tint was indeed... Tintatron 2000. Indeed (laughs) darker than it needed to be. How much was the fine? And it was... So, so I had two choices, uh, uh-huh. uh, pay the fine, 150 bucks, or take the tent off, and I just paid the fine. Yeah. So let
1: me ask you, why did you want to have the tent on? Because I want to see why you would want to versus why I would want to. It looked badass. It looked badass, okay. I would want the tent on because I wouldn't, I'd rather to be able to look at someone else without having to make eye contact or
3: having them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Have them not know that I'm looking at them? I had tinted windows on the car before the car that I, uh, maybe two cars back. I did like it. I mean, also, it, it, in in a bizarre way, and maybe I was just perceiving this, but it, I thought it helped keep the car a little cooler, too, and direct sunlight. That's probably Possibly. incorrect. But, uh, and and I never got pulled over for that shade of, t- of tint, which I thought was actually fairly austere, yeah. but I never got pulled over for
4: they, it. They say that t- t- tinted windows don't mean nothing. They know who's inside. They said that. Run D M C did. Oh, they did. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Run, I did yeah. not know that. I did not know the quote from Run D M C reference.
1: But I tell you, I wouldn't mind it not that long ago. I was on, uh, I was on <clears throat> Route One North, headed to pick to Trenton to pick up uh, our, our visitors from the train station. I had someone on my rear end, a closer tailgater than I've ever seen in my life. Really? Yeah. I told, I'm like, Rochelle, you should, you would not believe how close this vehicle is to us. I mean, it was like. It was like stock car racing. Yeah. I mean, like they were almost rubbing up against me. It's incredibly like, dangerous. As soon as I get up a chance to get over, I'm gonna get over uh, just to let this psycho go by. And I get over and it and the the car pulls up and it was a white Acura SUV of some type and I look over and they were, it was two kids, couldn't have been a day over sixteen years of age. Idiots. And they and they looked at me and just kind of gave me this FU kind of look and I was so mad and I'm I'm certain that the the anger was clear on my face that I would rather they have not seen that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. I'm like, God, I wish I to Windows right now. But I saw and they continued to snake in and out of traffic doing like that and I tr- I tried to stifle my <sighs> anger by thinking, It's okay, hard. You're going to you're going to meet someone who's going to kick the ever loving crap or out of you. Or shoot you. And it's not gonna be me. Yeah. I'll let that other person do that, but I just I hope that you get beaten senseless. <laughs> because, because they are going to kill someone if they don't get their asses kicked.
3: All you, know, always, you have to I do so is so always angry. in your mind run the headline Preston Elliott. Of yes. The Preston and Steve Local Show. broadcaster. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be- beats two 16 year olds. Yeah. yeah. Beats up two 16
1: year olds <laughs> on
2: the boulevard. And, and, and Winner of the Service Award from. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was,
1: it was so dangerous what they were doing that Call I was beside myself. I thought about it. I didn't get their tags, and they were zipping in and out of traffic. And by the time I would have gotten the police on, and by the time they would have gotten to where we were, they would have been long gone. Now, if I would have had a license plate, that might have been a different story. And I have done that before. Yeah. I have called the cops, when I've seen a uh, a dangerous driver, and I happen to catch their tag numbers. And let them know. They'll ask you who you are if you're calling in, and I'm fine giving up that information. But that's I don't, not, uh, then, if anybody's uh, ever seen these, you, you, then if you drive that stretch, maybe you saw him. But it
7: was insanely dangerous. When you call the police on that, I, clearly it's not like a pressing emergency, right? So, but do they say I nine one one? What's your emergency? 9 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And and I'll say, look, I've got
1: I've got, and and if you throw in there, hey, they might be drunk. Okay. Then that's an emergency, or they'll take it seriously. They they don't chide you for for calling in. What, what, uh, because what, you
3: never know that person might be
1: intoxicated.
3: What is the secondary number for when you're reporting a, a less severe but still uh uh loc- some concern? The local police department? Like if it
7: would you yeah. call Bella or yes, I mean Lower digging. No, I called mm-hmm. the wrong number clearly. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh yeah, if you are especially if you're in your community, then you might you know, I might call the Lower South for police, Right. Know, if, uh, uh, but but if you're on a highway, which yeah. I was Call nine one one. They'll yeah. they'll get highway patrol on. You know, hopefully. So, but anyhow, I guess it's maybe a good idea to have your local police number. I do in my phone. I don't, just in case. Is this the United States Army? <laughs> we have an emergency. Yeah.
3: There's a guy driving really fast.
1: So anyhow, uh, tomorrow uh, you'll get a chance to get your five digit license plate. Awesome. Uh, I will uh, from, totally ignore that uh, from <laughs> Delaware. Feel free. And Dave, I know you're on the line. He has the WNMR Rocks license plate. Love you, Dave. Thank you. But I, I need. to hey! <laughs> I need to move on to something else, because we were in We were in the store. In the odds and ends. behind. Mm-hmm. A lot of
3: folks at the counter waiting for service.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know what? It's circumcision season. Is it? In the Philippines, it is. Time to
3: cut that foreskin off. Yeah. We've... Get that pee exposed to everyone.
1: Thousands of youngsters suffer through the procedure en masse. I didn't know that this took place.
3: Oh, boy. Uh, so, some, some big ritual? Yeah. The like a... Remo- uh,
1: This is actually a couple of weeks old, but yeah, the the removal of foreskin is a centuries-old rite of passage to adulthood in the Philippines, which has one of the highest rates of male circumcision in the world. Rock. Uh, Yet, even as circumcision comes under increasing scrutiny around the world, the critics branding it child abuse. It is rarely questioned in the Philippines, and boys face tremendous pressure to undergo the procedure. So they don't get it done at birth. Like uh, you know, a lot of people in the U.S. do. Uh, every year, thousands of preteens from poor families go through the operation for oh, free at government or community sponsored clinics. Oh, we're watching a video. Oh, oh man! Uh, so, so here's an example. An 11 year old boy uh, said, "My mom told me that I need to get circumc- uh, Get a circumcision so I would grow taller and become a real man." Oh. And this expresses the pressure that many youths face. He was among uh, 1,500 boys who underwent the procedure in one city near Manila. Uh, but the scenes are similar in clinics nationwide. Uh, the boys, some with their parents, arrive before dawn, typically in the months of April and May for an anxious wait in long lines. That's got to be brutal. And then a sharp jolt of pain. Many get local anesthetics, but uh, for some, the sensation is still intense. Of course. Uh, they're also provided with antibiotics to protect against any infections. Around 90% of males are circumcised for non-religious reasons in the Philippines. So it's not necessarily religious. It's just... Just, uh, yeah. Well, they think for some reason, like she said, that, that you're going to, like the kid said, you're going to be stronger, taller. Mm-mm. It's There's no scientific...
3: Basis for, uh, for at that at certainly not.
1: Right. Certainly I know two not.
2: people who got it done. Uh, ha- one was never circumcised as a baby, and so had to do it later on in life. And then the other one, uh, the doctor didn't cut enough, so he had to have it done later in life oh, as well. Man. And they both of them said it was just awful. Even yeah. the and not. I, I think it's they your said, junk, of course, right? But I think they said not necessarily like the the procedure, but afterwards how painful oh, it was. Right, yeah, I
4: believe. So it. I mean, I have a son. I, I don't even know how the operation is done. I don't know, uh, like paper cutter. Uh, well, no, nah, I mean, like
2: it's not really an operation when they're babies. I mean, they just go in, snip it, and it's done. They bring the baby back to you. Well, well, that's
4: ha! A, yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm wondering. Like- well, there's a certain way to do
1: the incision and in, and in removing it, but right, where, right. What are you confused about? I
4: just I I can't even invent because it's circular, right? Yeah, yeah. they use um, a circle saw. No.
3: All
4: right, so. It's a I... miter sauce,
3: Steve. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's the the incision. Yeah, well, I see what you're saying. In other words, like, okay. Do they have
4: to like? Do they have to like slice up and then around? And I, then, think, like... the, I think the I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't I know. know. We, we,
3: is that, if anyone's don't a don't loyal, please call in. You guys <laughs> ever been to a bris?
7: No,
1: <laughs> no, don't want to.
7: Yeah, it's uh, different. I mean, you know, I'm not Jewish, um, but I have Jewish relatives, and it was uh, an interesting. Um, Did they do the, lip, the
1: lips thing where they actually have to? The rabbi has to have the blood. Yeah, on the lips? And,
7: uh, and the rabbi performed the the bris, the was... circumcision, and he Casey he just used a scalpel. So a I, regular I, scalpel, a regular scalpel, and I, I I assume that's what's done in the hospital. But I, I didn't watch my son's circumcision. You yeah. know, but he, he was he was taken out of the delivery room and then a few hours later was brought back. Oof! There was that yeah. case you remember it happened.
3: I think it was in Brooklyn where the rabbi had um, herpes herpes. Yeah. Oh, no. And was um, infecting his very young patients. Oh, dude, I don't want to see this. Okay, so it's very easy. It's it's, it's kind of the same way that you shuck corn. Thank you. No. It, well, they, they, they had <laughs> illustrations of...
1: How you do it Can up on our monitors here? Well, I just thought it's the season, and it's getting past it. It's the season. And I didn't want to. Uh...
2: You didn't want to miss out on it. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, you got to get some gifts and Let stuff. Let me go to Jeff, who had a circumcision at eight years old because of his parents. Hi, Jeff. Good morning.
2: Hey, how's
14: it going?
1: Good. What's up, buddy? So what was, the, what was the circumstance here?
14: You know, it's so funny. I guess, you know, my mom and dad, you know, being kids of the 60s and 70s decided not to do it at first, and then later in life decided to do it. I, I don't re- really remember why. I just remember, okay, son, you're eight years old, and it's time to get this done. And you're like, what? All right. And uh, I guess I'll look like dad. So then you you go in, and the first mistake they made was on the knockout drugs they gave me. They gave me something way too strong. So I was like out of it, out of it, hardcore. The second thing that happened was you get sent home. I wake up, and I have this bandage, like the size of my arm wrapped around me. And you're like, man. And there's like... You can't see anything going on. You're just like, good God. You come out of anesthesia. And then the first thing they wanted me to do was urinate. So the nurse comes over. Okay, buddy, get up. Come on, come on, buddy, get up. Come on, you got to go. And it burned like lava coming out of there. It was like,
3: yeah. You know, a nurse coming over to me calling me buddy would be, hey, pal. Take a whiz. So it
4: hurt like
14: like like hell. And then it was the bandage. So that bandage you go home with. It stays on there for weeks, you know, and it's wrapped up thick. This is bizarre. Getting the bandage off was the next nightmare. You had to soak it in the bathtub and then try to unpeel. And the last several wraps weren't coming off right. It was like ripping everything off with it. It was like, yeah. Jeff,
3: Jeff, if I may ask, what kind of medical facility had you gone to?
14: This was a New Jersey hospital. Really?
3: That sounds really bizarre.
14: Oh, it sucked sucked it was traumatic for me as a kid i was like why did we do this like this you know what i mean and uh i, I did not appreciate getting it done at an older age and did now you- look i'm like 40 years old i got three kids and when my sons had it done in the hospital at, at, right after birth it's a much more sophisticated process they have like you know it was in and out of there i watched it happen you know yeah. and they give them these little sugars and it's just not a big deal
3: yeah Wow, Jesus, interesting. All right, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. You know, I was curious about that. My but, older brother isn't circumcised, yeah. and, I, and my I am, and my younger brother are. Do you know why? I don't know why. Okay. Actually, that's a question I've never. Uh, let's uh, next time we get together with my dad. All right, yeah. <laughs> my dad, <laughs> dad, why is why is Gina rocking on full sleep? <laughs> my
7: my nephews aren't, and it was because my brother and uh, sister in law chose not to do that for their kids. They they found it to be cruel. Yeah, hmm. and, and some people certainly do. Yeah,
1: well, interesting.
7: All right, well, that's all I have time to
1: uh, bring down the shelves from the store of the odds and ends <laughs> this it. morning. That's about it.
4: dongs and license plates. Yes, <laughs> we got something. Time to back it away. What are we doing, Casey? Uh, the clip just got sent over.
0: Hey, lady, if I buy two odds, will you show us your end? <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that from?
3: Easy Money.
4: That's
1: from Easy Money? Yeah. Ronnie Dangerfield? I love it. We
3: had an enjoyable clip from Ronnie Dangerfield. Yeah. And now we have to leave. Yeah. There's Preston waving at the door. You all come back when you get the chance.
1: License plates and foreskins. Next
3: month we'll see you when the butt, uh, butthole magazine comes. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. All right, thanks for stopping by the store. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. But Alexa is still on her hot yeah. cam this morning. Missed July in all her glory. Uh, feel free to check her out on the MMR mobile app or at uh, WMMR.com or PrestonSteve.com. We'll be back in just seconds with us.
6: What's new? Glad you asked. Thrice. Hold up the light. Hold up Shine now. So Papa Rose. I want
10: to elevate.
1: New music. More of
9: everything that rocks. Elevate. 93.3 WMMR.
1: Thank you, Kath. And uh, we have Alexa, uh, Alexa from our Totally Office calendar, Miss July, on our hottie cam this morning. WMMR.com or the MMR mobile app. Go right ahead and uh, take a look. She's got a few more minutes left and then moving on. Let's do the Bizarre File, if you will. Bizarre.
0: WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File.
1: And it is brought to you by Dietz Watson, Real Philly Deli. If you want a Real Philly Hoagie, you have to go to a Real Philly Deli. Deetson Watson created the Real Philly Deli Hoagie Guide. Your map to the most delicious hoagies in the city you Earn prizes like T-shirts, coolers, food, and even tickets to see the birds play uh, just for eating Real Philly Hoagies. We're going to begin with this. A manager of a McDonald's has been caught on camera descending into an expletive-laden meltdown. After a disagreement with two customers turned nasty at a Wisconsin drive through The currently unnamed supervisor is said to have taken the order of two customers over the intercom. But as they approached the window to get their food, the couple were told the restaurant had now closed. An argument then erupted with the woman behind the camera capturing the moment. The manager leaned out of the window towards her and then shouted, I've been here for almost 17 hours. I don't give an F. And the couple are then told to get the F out of my drive-thru as the worker gestures angrily. Uh, Tepper's escalate on the other side of the camera, too, with a man getting out of the driver's seat of the car to fight the incensed worker. In response, the manager rips off his headset he's wearing uh, and throws it across the room, roaring out of the window. Saying, "What did you say, Mother Effer?" <laughs> so that's their riff on the customers always right. I guess so. And uh, he continues to taunt the man as he approaches the window, <laughs> telling him, "Get the f out, you bald ass." What did you
3: say, you Mother Effer?
1: Get the f over here. I'll bear. I'll beat your ass. Drive uh, around
3: to the window so I can beat your ass.
1: Uh, the manager is forced to parry several punches from behind the drive-through window. What are you son of a bitch? The subject of his jibes tried to strike him. Through the hatch opening, he is eventually slapped on the side of the face and is attempted to return. The strike of his own is made to no avail. And uh, as the woman capturing the chaos unfolding warns the worker that he's most certain to get fired now, but he remains completely unfazed, staring directly at the lens he tells the documenter, you know what? Suck my D. Wow. <laughs> Well,
3: that was his option. No word on what's happened to that guy yet. So we'll we see. couldn't help but notice you seem to be a bit tense. <laughs> so the, the person was already in line, right? They had ordered their food. They had ordered their
1: food according to this. Uh, so story. they sh- yeah. they should
3: have told him at the point of ordering that they were closed.
1: Exactly. Apparently, there's been complaints of the uh, of the closing times at this particular <laughs> restaurant before. So uh, this is the UK's version of swatting. Oh, so they use nine 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 there instead of nine one one. Well, Emma Ravenscroft dialed 999 and told the operator that her neighbor, uh, Daniel Hall, had held a machete to her throat during a confrontation in the street. She said, he's running around with a machete and I'm now hiding in the car with my boyfriend. He's got a big machete in his hand and he just tried to get me with it. He held it against my throat. The call resulted in armed police being scrambled. But as the call ended, the call handler heard Ravenscroft say to her boyfriend... I said Dan came out with a machete, but I'm blagging it. He's getting locked up tonight, and this will get him nicked. officer. So she was lying. She, she was already heard <sighs> copping to the line. Exactly, over the phone. All right. Uh, officers nevertheless attended the scene, but Mr. Hall denies Mrs. Ravenscroft's account, and there was no evidence of any machete at all.
3: You remember that story where they the one guy swatted the other guy, and he showed up at the door, and the police thought he was holding a weapon, and they shot and killed him. Yep, you can't mess around with no. this. No, at
1: court, Ravenscroft was convicted of wasting police time and criminal damage to a window at Mr. Hall's home, and was ordered to complete a 12 month community order. He was also issued with a year long restraining order. Find $185 costs, and she is uh, cleared of assaulting him, though, and his girlfriend, but uh, she got in trouble for making the phone call. <clears throat> a man. This is a horrible, horrible story. A man sleeping in the grass on the side of a highway died Tuesday morning after a l- giant mower oh, ran over oh him. Oh, man. man. Yeah. It was around 9.15 a.m. An Oregon Department of Transportation employee was mowing adjacent to the eastbound shoulder of Highway 42 when he hit the man, police and emergency responders attempted first aid, but the man did not Jeez. survive. And Oregon State Police identified him. His name was Keith Erickson. Uh, I'm assuming his home. he was homeless because his last known addresses were Rapid City, South Dakota, and Santa Monica, California. So he's just sleeping in tall grass. And they I, didn't see him. Ran right over him with the mower, dude.
4: I had something similar yesterday. Uh, thank God the, the mower r- ran over you. No, I was unscathed, but I ran over a $20 bill and... Uh, and when I made it to the other side the the under the twenty was unscathed. With
3: a mower? With a mower. Okay. I only wish this guy had known that story yeah. before he died. <laughs> Thank God. What did you notice it? I'm in heaven now, but I realize I didn't have it as bad as Casey. The
1: second
4: you ran over it, you realized what you did? It was like, um, you know, because it was, you
3: know, green on green,
4: essentially. I'm like, was that a 20? I'm like, no. And then it came out the other side. I'm like, yay. Um, It's full. All right. Well, it survived. (laughs) Well, you had a good
3: outcome to your story, whereas this
1: guy was ripped apart. All right. Well, this one's not so good. A man has died in Turkey after he strapped two pillows to his back and asked his pals to shoot him with a shotgun so that he could avoid community service. Okay, so
3: he figured the pillows would help uh, yeah. buffer the shotgun blast.
1: Zephyr Kuzu... Want to see if these pillows are worth anything. Zephyr Kuzu had been sentenced to community service after he was convicted of causing wounding.
3: Yeah, the kuzer wants us to shoot him with a shotgun.
1: The 24-year-old had allegedly asked his friends to hospitalize him to sidestep having to serve the rest of his sentence. Did it need to involve a shotgun? According to Kuzu, it did. He and two friends decided to use a shotgun... <laughs> And he reportedly strapped two pillows to his back (laughs) as protection. Right. One of the victim's friends shot Kuzu at close range, and the wayward buckshot seriously injured him. They were using buckshot. All right, his friends tried to (laughs) take him to a nearby hospital, but he died before they left the house. Well, he got out of the work. Uh, The police arrived. You know, yeah, Yeah, mission accomplished. Uh, The police arrived on the scene and arrested one friend and the alleged shooter. The authorities also seized the shotgun and sent Kuzu's body for an autopsy in Istanbul.
3: So the pillow method does not work. Not with buckshot. That's why you rarely see SWAT teams showing up with pillows strapped to them. Could you you imagine that? (laughs) It's okay. We've got our defensive pillows
1: on. All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. I got more beer to give away. Yards pink. I got a case of this. We'll take caller number 7 at two one five two six three 263 wmmr It's now available year-round in 12-pack cans. And pink is a sparkling tart berry ale. You can grab a case of pink cans at Yardsbury at 5th uh, and Spring Garden or at Crestum Wine and Spirits in Wilmington, Delaware. So caller number 7, you got it, Two one five two six three wmmr Coming back in a moment, we'll have a lesson question. Trash, music news, those
6: things are on the way next. Love MMR? buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy.
3: Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement rings are ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com
6: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
1: Scattered thunderstorms maybe Thursday. High 89. We're going to
6: keep an eye on that for the... uh,
1: uh, the big belly flop competition.
3: There could be a, a passing storm here and there. Yep. It could be absolutely fine. Our record has been um, pretty uh, pretty damn good yeah. for the belly flop challenge. So I'm going to uh, assume that we're just going to keep that record going. I would like to, very much so. Uh,
1: Mike Jarek, one of our uh, celebrity judges yes, uh, for that event. And uh, we're excited that Mike's going to get to experience that in person. And I think uh, he's going to love it. I think Mike is absolutely going to love it, man. He's just... And he's so damn clever. I can't wait to hear what he has to say. So it should be really fun. Uh, So come and join us. Why don't you? It's a free event. It's on Thursday. Starts at 6 o'clock. We'll see you there. Going to do today's lesson question. We are going to give away a pair of tickets to to see Star Wars. The Empire Strikes Back in Concert. Wow. July 26th at the Man's TD Pavilion. It's going to be pretty damn cool. The Philadelphia Orchestra will be performing the John Williams iconic musical score while it plays. Question I have for you this morning is, what magazine does Dad really want for Christmas this year? It's been an ongoing theme throughout the program today.
3: It's no secret.
1: 215-263-WMMR. What magazine does Dad really want for Christmas this year? 215-263-WMMR. Call now. We'll see
0: if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. Let's see what we get
3: this morning. What do you have, Steve? Well, Bill Cosby reportedly going all in on eating healthy while he's in prison, passing on bread, desserts, and even coffee. Cosby is so determined to eat right, he's even demanding that his prison chi-chi contain only free-range rats.
10: <laughs> oh!
3: Uh, UFC star Jorge Masvidal. Did you see this? This fight setting a UFC record Saturday. Oh, yeah. Knocking out Ben Askren in five seconds. What? Askren says that every time he closes his eyes, he sees the fight ten times. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! A judge ruling that rapper ASAP Rocky can be held in custody in Sweden while authorities decide if they want to charge him with aggravated assault after a street altercation. The news came as a shock to ASAP Rocky's opening act, ASAP Bullwinkle, <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All right,
1: thank you very much, Steve. Yeah, Casey, you, you haven't seen the footage. No, of the you know fight. what? Five
3: man? seconds.
4: I saw his Twitter post, and all his Twitter post said was, "Well, that sucked." And that yeah, was...
1: one of them. Uh, so, so they were squaring off, and they just moved into each other. They moved in very quickly, and as one guy put his head down, the other guy came in for a flying knee, and just bang out.
4: uh oh, poor guy. Yeah, exactly. You, I mean, you work out so hard yeah, for yeah. months yeah. leading yeah. up to this stupid thing. Don't yeah. well, here. Watch. No, this oh, is not
3: geez. it. Nope. No, it's different one. That's uh, a uh, Downton Abbey. Oh, is that? What the- <laughs> yeah, it was the the fight scene where the uh, the tea service went off a little too late.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah. This
3: happens at four o'clock. Right. I'm going to beat your ass.
1: Uh, all right, we'll we'll get to that in a moment. Anyhow, we're gonna find an answer the lesson question. Uh, what magazine does Dad really want for Christmas this year? Two one five two six three WMMR. The number, and we'll go to Bernie. Hey, Bernie. Hey, how are you? Good, Bernie. What uh, magazine does Dad want for Christmas this year? Butthole. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Bernie. Gonna get you information, and we are gonna give you a pair of tickets to Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. In concert, July 26th, the Man's TD Pavilion. Relive the film as it's projected on three giant screens, while the Philadelphia Orchestra and conductor uh, Lucas Richmond perform the John Williams iconic musical score. Uh, Picnic's Welcome at this all ages event. The series Movies at the Man is presented by BMW. Presentation licensed by Disney Concerts. Tickets at mancenter.org. Congratulations. You know what's cool
7: about that event, uh, Preston, is that um, people stay until the very end. They watch the credits because, as you would imagine, the music rolls throughout the credits. And then people give the orchestra a huge ovation once it's all over. So it's a really cool experience to uh, hang out the entire time. I love that. Yep,
1: absolutely. So uh, we'll have uh, more tickets to win as the week goes on. Let's do music news. (laughs) Preston
0: and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
10: Yeah! Yeah!
1: Yeah! Music News brought to you by Duncan. This summer, enjoy Duncan's new Hershey's Cookies and Cream or Heath-flavored coffees because everyone deserves a sweet escape from reality. Preston and Steve run on Duncan. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Trademarks are used under license. Foo Fighters have released a surprise live EP titled 0095-0025. Uh, the three-song effort features exclusive live tracks, namely performances of For All the Cows and Watershed from the band's headline set at 1995's Reading Festival, as well as a live recording of Next Year from a 2000 concert in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, the band stated on Twitter, a good day to take a look in the Foo Files. How about a few elusive live tracks? Uh, live EP arrives one day after the 24th anniversary of the release of the debut Foo Fighters album on July 4th, 1995. <clears throat> and is uh, reportedly the first in a series of tracks to be released from the band's archives. Possibly tied into the Foo's upcoming 25th anniversary. Godsmack drummer Shannon Larkin and guitarist Tony Rombola have uh, resurrected their defunct side project, the Apocalypse Blues Review, calling the new band the the Apocalypse Blues Revival. Now fronted by singer Shane Hall, the new outfit will release its first song within the next week. uh, The new album is called Music No One Will Ever Hear. Uh, The Apocalypse... I can't say Apocalypse for the first time out. (laughs) The Apocalypse... Blues Review released two albums, including last year's The Shape of Blues to Come, uh, before former singer Ray Surbone announced the act's breakup due to <laughs> scheduling conflicts. We're pretty much done with this. Aren't we? yeah. <laughs> well, the apocalypse thing was, uh, it's hard. It's a hard word to say. There are no more details that you need to know. <laughs> yeah, that's that. blink eighty two is apparently planning to release an EP after the arrival of its... <laughs> And Apocalypse. Over to you, Chad, Of its new uh, full-length studio LP, which is due out later this year. The news comes courtesy of Blink drummer uh, Travis Barker, who was asked by fashion influencer Kerwin Frost in a recent interview about a track the band recorded with, rap- yes, you with rapper Little Uzi Vert. Oh, my God. <laughs> and rapper producer Pharrell Williams.
3: Hey, yeah. that little Uzi Vert, is that the one that's from Philly? Uzi Vert? Yeah. You know, that. Uh, that's a good question. I do not know. I know. I
4: believe he might be from...
3: Is there a little Uzi, too? Or just is it just little Uzi Vert? Hey, <laughs> My name is Lil Uzi. Yes. Yeah, I'm a little Uzi.
4: He's from Philly, kid. Because my uh, nephew has a video of him, because he goes to St. Joe's Prep, and he... Mm. Lil Uzi Vert. He's yeah. hanging out there, and he, he comes out of this little town home, And there's a whole his, bunch of fans. All, all yeah. of them, and he gets into like a Ferrari. I
3: got to say Joe's prep.
7: <laughs> He's from uh, Francisville in <clears throat> Philly? I don't know where that is. You ever heard of that?
2: Yeah, Francisville. It's like um, my brother has a house. Yeah. That's the only reason I know is because my brother bought a bunch of houses there. It's like newly named Francisville. I think it's past or down Broad Street.
7: Yeah, North Philly. Wow,
1: there's a whole bunch of
3: usable information here.
1: Francisville. I thought you were saying Francis Philly. I can't. Francis. Francis yeah, Francisville. It's a neighborhood in North yeah. Philly, off near Brewerytown,
7: Bro- uh, near Broad and uh, Fairmount Avenue. Okay. We all up to speed on Little Uzi Vert? <laughs> How did this get started? Uh, so we don't get French benefits. He's <laughs> he's working with someone.
1: Blink one eighty two. Oh. Uh, so, Barker explained, Blink just did a song with Uzi. The... Uzi. <laughs> that's the most mind-blowing thing ever. Wow, that's saying a lot because the Beatles did a Hard Day's Night <laughs> with uh, Pharrell. He also said it's not going to come out on the album. It's going to come out probably on the EP that comes later this year. Blink recently shared a new song called Happy Days. Monday. Too? <laughs> yeah, the track follows "Blame It on My Youth" and "Generational Divide" is the third offering from the trio's new LP, which is tentatively t- tentatively titled "Bajmir." Uh, Blink is currently on its. <laughs> I'm just making sound.
3: Uh, uh, honestly, so much of this. Blink is currently.
1: Uh-oh. Blink is currently on its 20th anniversary tour for Enema of the State.
3: How's that tour selling?
1: Uh right. playing the entire album from back to back. I don't know. I would imagine it's doing fairly well. Right. You want to check with the city beat? Check, yeah. Uh Marissa, any idea how the tour is selling?
12: I was just gonna say that during the warp tour where that blink was headlining, they were advertising it very heavily. Okay. Mm-hmm. On all the screens.
1: Uh by the way, they are they're gonna resuming uh, resuming out on their with their tour partners Lil Wayne and Lil ne-
5: Wayne. and
1: <laughs> Neck Deep. So <laughs> B A L L Z Balls Deep.
7: Deep. Yeah, he's a good rapper.
1: <laughs> Why not? Yeah, yeah I mean, right?
0: Balls Deep. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> Balls Deep. Balls <laughs> Deep.
1: <laughs>
3: summiter's gonna rock
1: your world, right? Here. That's
0: yeah. right. Balls Deep.
3: <laughs> wow. They're working hmm. together? Working Absolutely, together. the show you've been waiting for. They're gonna collab. Mm. <laughs>
1: Eddie Vedder jammed with his idols The Who on Saturday night. uh, During the latter band's massive concert at London's Wembley Stadium. Uh, Vedder joined The Who during their set sing-along on uh, The Punk and The Godfather from the band's classic 1973 rock opera Quadrophenia. Uh, Vedder once told Rolling Stone that the double LP, quote, saved my life. Uh, So, and he's... Has he performed on stage with them before? Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. He has to
7: have. Pete is his all-time favorite, and they've right. become friends, which is pretty cool.
3: Townsend is uh, is Vetter's favorite uh, artist. Yeah, he loves the Who. Okay, yeah, I always mean,
7: thought he was uh, like Neil Young was at the top of that list. I but... think that he has an, an enormous amount of respect <laughs> for Neil Young. Yeah, um, sorry, but that's okay. Hey. <laughs> We're back to Lil Uzi. Yeah, no, so, I just
1: <laughs> I just read something.
7: But uh, I think his all-time favorite band, and the one that he's become closest with, and they love him too, is, that, is the Who. That is interesting. I didn't know that. Going
1: hmm. back to Blink One Eighty Two, somebody wrote, they texted this: their album. And so I thought I thought they were talking about another album. Yes. and it says their album is Rim Job backwards. <laughs> I thought that was the name of Rim Job backwards was the name <laughs> of the album. No, Bajmir is Rim, rim
3: Job, job ba- spelled backwards. Oh, oh what? There we go. Thank you. I would not have known that. So I actually,
1: smart. I like that. Yeah, Bajmir. <laughs> or you can name an album "Rim Job" backwards.
3: <laughs> would it sound that way if you if you took? I doubt re- it. ...reversed it. I don't think it would. Dude, you let's let's do you you try, try it. it? Yes. We could. Yeah. So just say
4: clearly, can say re- "Rim Job."
1: Can you record it and yeah. play backwards or no?
3: Uh, yes, I can.
4: Okay, say when. Go ahead. When? Rim Job.
1: All right. Let's, so uh, Casey, will this. record that. All right. We'll see what that sounds like. All right. Okay. Say when. Go ahead. When. Rim job.
4: All right. You ready? Yep. Yeah.
1: Habaj Yeah. Habajmir. Yeah. Habaj mir. There's a little in there, but H'bajmir. Now let me say <laughs> that <laughs> forward.
9: I and save Okay.
1: All yeah. right. Okay, ready? And, yep. Habajmir. Okay. H-bash okay. Let's try that. See if it comes back. Let's try that. Go here and. Oh, wait. Sorry. Habaj Brain job.
3: Yeah! Wow. yeah! We're scientists! Brain yeah. job. Do, do it again. again. Do on. it again. You can oh, do, even do it better.
1: Brain job.
3: Brain <laughs> job.
1: We are ready to transmit. <laughs> <buy> Imajmir. <his> Imjal. <laughs> <laughs> the wait aliens
3: again. are about to transmit a message. Brain <laughs> <laughs> <Dream> job. Play it
1: again. Brain job.
2: Wow! <laughs> you really got that in there. Oh, goodness.
3: oh I love our. And job. now the envoy from <laughs> Neptune is about to speak.
1: Frame job.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what else can we say backwards?
1: Um, um balls deep. Balls
10: deep. Here, okay. You ready? Okay. All right, so All let's right. record this. All, All right.
1: right. Balls deep.
10: <laughs> All right. Got that.
1: that it's a rapper's name. Right. Yeah, way. balls yeah. deep. All no, right. No, but- Okay. Needs
4: Oh, that's a tough one. Well, that's a tough one. Right? Ready?
1: Needs law.
4: Needs ball. Hey. That one's not gonna do. Uh, it. All right, nope. Let's see.
1: Bob's <laughs> knee.
4: All ball dive. All right, I'm gonna delete that one. Ball <laughs> dive. <night>. People, People <laughs> of Earth. People
6: <laughs> of Earth. <laughs> all all right,
3: right, we know what the aliens like. All right,
1: rim jobs. Yeah. jobs. <laughs> One more time, kids. No. Right. Uh, Beetle. No. No. Not bull. Oh, hey, rim, no. oh. rim job. Rim job.
3: <laughs> rim
10: job.
3: Rim job.
1: <laughs>
10: rim job.
3: It's, so it's nice. like you've just you've just met in the jungle. <laughs> rim
7: job.
3: Rim job. <laughs> you. <laughs>
7: That's my favorite one. It's green a job. It's
3: a green you job. Green job. <laughs> you <like> green
7: job.
1: You right, <laughs> oh, oh green job.
10: Green.
1: Green job. Why did that? Uh, the I noise. don't know why it stopped. Me,
4: <laughs> neither. Green <gasps> job. You tongue to cream bottle. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, I go.
1: <laughs>
3: Rim job. Yeah of course. Wouldn't you? It's yeah. Dream job. To, that's the natural <laughs> gagging. Wow. But you we um that w- that's makes sense now. Uh, yeah. They they're very clever. There wasn't their their album was, there, there was uh, no, was Green Days was Take Off Your Pants and No, that was Cake. Was that cake? Take off your pants and yeah, jacket. jacket. Yeah. yeah. What was what that? Was, was, no, uh, no, no, no,
4: cake was, was uh that was blank. I was yeah. thinking uh job. Long
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, long long job. job. <laughs> Someone wants to point out that we've won awards.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we yeah. have. I
1: know. True. Uh, that yeah. doesn't mean
3: they can't rescind them. I'm not done with music news. You hear the sound? Yes, high high? job. <laughs> <Ring> job. <laughs> Nell, that's Nell's first date. <laughs> we, need to, we need to save this clip yeah. somehow or another. job. Ja. All right, One last
1: story.
9: <laughs>
1: one last story.
9: Gene No, stop,
10: please.
3: Uh, so Gene Simmons. <laughs> yes. Told London's Evening Standard. I understand you like rim jobs. <laughs> <laughs> the emissary from Neptune has stated what he would like from our people. Rim job. Rim job exactly, Tarnak. <laughs>
1: I've We're already familiar. reversed
4: it, Preston. You're good to uh? go. I've already reversed it. You're okay, good to thank go. Thank
1: you. All right, so Gene Simmons told the London's Evening oh. Standard uh, that both Ace Freely and Peter Criss have been invited to make appearances on Kiss's End of the Road World Tour.
3: Right. Uh, you,
1: do you guys know how to park cars? Gene said, <laughs> wait till you hear what he has to say. Gene said, uh, they were as important as any of us in the early days of the band and they've both been invited to come on stage at some point in the tour. But we couldn't do the whole thing with them. They're completely undependable. <laughs> Oh, that is so him. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. I cannot rely on you in the least. But you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome qu- to yeah. come. Yeah, A quick
1: hand wave and, and then <laughs> off the stage. Yep. Yeah. And maybe a brain job.
3: Brain job. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. really sounds like you've encountered another, you know, a, a culture
7: deep in the Amazon. Do you think mm-hmm. you could get that as a vanity tag? It's six letters. No, no, is that too? <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. I think it's a little blatant. What
7: if you worked on, you know, like tires? By the way, Preston,
3: um, I was telling you about the Paul Lind uh, Halloween special. Mm-hmm. Kiss was on it.
1: Oh my God, Steve found this on Hulu. Uh, uh,
3: no, Amazon Prime. Oh, Amazon Prime. When I'm Amazon sorry. Prime first came out, and they were trying to compete immediately with Netflix, they purchased every piece of video, every TV show, every special. They've got the most bizarre things. And so I happened to see there was a comedian years ago, Paul Lynn, uh, and he had a, a Halloween special. And on this Halloween special was Kiss. Oh, my God. It was just crazy. Nick, if you lived in New Jersey,
4: you could get Bajmir, and at least in people's rearview view mirrors, it would say Rem job. Mm. Well, it wouldn't.
7: Well, I mean, it would be backwards letters, but come on. Right. I mean, in, yeah, true. If you said it in your head. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rimja.
3: it sounds like a like a Tokyo uh massage yeah. parlor. An
1: overdub. <laughs> oh, there you
3: go.
1: That's what I have for you in Music News. That was Music News. Was it music was news? too, and it was also
3: we learned a lot. It was. If you're not careful, you might learn
1: something.
3: <laughs> About what? Yeah all
1: right, I think we've earned
2: a break.
3: I think uh, we have, uh, anyone who's been hanging on, God bless you.
1: We yeah. didn't
2: earn anything. No. Just <laughs> just take a break. A we're going to give the listeners a little All right. break.
1: <laughs> I think we owe them a break. Oh, How yes. about that? that's All right. correct. That's what we're going to do. And when we return, we reward you for sticking around. Because I have the letter Day word of the week prize. Really cool prize this week, which is pretty cool. And I can't believe that Alexa has stuck around this long, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> on our uh, hottie cam from our totally office calendar in the month of July, Miss July. We'll be back in a moment. Stay
0: with us. The President Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound! Hell. 933 Hell. WMMR. Hell. Everything that rocks. you Steve on 933 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. Wow
1: is nice how everything just kind of fired all at once <laughs> <Everything>. right there? <laughs> it is uh, an unbelievable Euro mix. There we had uh, the music bed, the daily letter, the rim job clip.
10: What happened?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Throw
3: it all in there. I'm just turning this crap off. Okay. What an incredible oral, and I mean A-U-R-A-L, delight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not uh, as in oral sex or a rim job.
1: No. Uh, that's uh, Marcy Playground that we played, by the way, on 93.3 WMMR, Sex and Candy. Always like that song. As we are coming to it, close for the day of Monday morning. am going to put this one into the books. And I would like to personally thank uh, the lovely Alexa for yes. being <laughs> here. On our uh, hottie cam for so long this morning. The entire month of July is hers, and our totally office calendar. She's the one in the bathtub. If you remember, if you don't have it handy uh, to look at, and then we posted a picture of her not too long ago in this yellow polka dot bikini, which it's is very retro looking, very much so. And in that is q and A. Uh, a Q&A. Uh, asked her a few questions: what she's uh, into, what she likes, what's uh, what's on her mind. So, if you'd like to learn more about Alexa, you can do that. Uh, through com. Thank you, Alexa, for being here. Yay! Hope you had fun, and thanks for helping us out at uh, all the events that uh, you participate in. So that's it for the thank yous. We need to go ahead and I guess just do the letter of the day. We have a cool prize this week. He's so here. uh He is here. He
3: is here. Yeah, there he right. is. So, we'll let him uh,
1: give a second to get over here. Rococo. Was it Rococo? Coco.
8: Coco.
1: Coco. Hi, Coco. Hey, man. Hi,
3: little Petunia.
1: How you doing? <laughs> He's saying hello to Alexa as he comes in here.
3: Wearing appropriate garb today, I see. A Rolling Stone shirt. I am. We're getting ever closer.
1: All right. Yes, sir. It starts today as far as the giveaways go. But first, let's do this letter of the day. Ready?
8: Didn't we just do that? <laughs> Not yet. I just heard well, it. Well,
3: yeah. Yes. It was a jokey-wokey. <laughs>
0: oh, I got gotcha. you.
3: A jokey-wokey.
0: Here we go. jokey-wokey. Ready? Rococo. Co. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
1: And the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter... R as in Rolling Stones. Ah. Huh. Or R as in, uh, this too. Dream job. <laughs> yes. Dream job. Or that. <laughs> so we have, um, we have five letters total that'll end up getting you a Garlando G500 Weatherproof Outdoor foosball table this is the greatest idea ever from uh, royal billiard and recreation shuffleboard and foosball are more fun outside make the patio your summer rec room royal billiard and recreation is the best in outdoor game tables and you can visit royalbilliard.com for details royal billiard and recreation your ultimate game room store Uh, selling fun for over 30 years laura uh well Oh, that's the account executive. <laughs> oh, okay. Laura. Laura.
3: <laughs> as they say in the foosball industry, Laura. Rococo.
1: Laura, Laura, uh, we'll give that away on Friday. <laughs> How are you, man? Fine, thank you. How are you? Excellent.
3: Doing well. Do you have nice. uh, an enjoyable
1: uh, holiday pleasant. weekend?
8: Very pleasant. You kids? No, yeah. it, was, it
3: was good, yes. Nice. Did a little nice. traveling. Nice. I had to go to a wedding, but uh, it was still uh, enjoyable. Was wedding fun? It was very nice, yes. You know, weddings are weddings. Weddings are weddings. Yeah.
8: Well, some are more exotic than others. Right. Some are more traditional. Like Kathy and mine, uh, yes. when we, we got were very traditional when, uh, um, very, very traditional. Uh-huh. when you were uh, yes, yes and the, the flower petals that preceded right. her walking down the path of Rosary or whatever, and you paddleboarded and, uh, in, yes, yeah, the path, paddleboarded we did the in path yeah. of Rosary, and uh, I had I was playing the flute if you recall, yes, yes. I was traditional. Playing, very traditional way, yeah, yes. I was playing that Barbra Streisand song on the flute, and um, it really all evergreen, worked out. yeah, evergreen, mm-hmm. yeah, that one, mm-hmm. that one, <laughs> I actually. Because I actually got a girl to sing that at a wedding that I presided over in the Berkeley Hills in some park. Evergreen? Uh, Yeah. Wow. Uh, A lady I knew, well, this couple came to me and said they wanted me to marry them. I said, I really don't think you want that. But they said they insisted. And so I I found this lady I knew who could sing that song in the park. And um, I did the
3: uh, nuptials. Well, you know, the lyrics are by her and Paul Williams. That's why i would forgotten that. Yes, and it won an Oscar for it was the, her version of A Star Is Born. Yes, there it is. The whole history of, <laughs> and we'll be doing a workforce block of Barbara Streisand later oh, on. Hey. Yeah, yeah, will, yeah. Nice. And the gunshot you hear will be uh, Bill Weston <laughs> yeah. taking his own life. <laughs> Babs, as we like to call him. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
8: Uh, what's up on the program then today besides
3: the course right.
1: block of Barbara Streisand? <laughs> well,
8: we got Babs, we got, uh, Stones and Babs. We've got Rolling Stones' Song of the Day, which begins today. You guys earlier announced what the song would be and when it would play. And when you hear it over the course of this program, you will have a pair of tickets, uh, I think. You haven't seen them yet on this tour, have you? I've not.
7: Yeah, because you'll go in advance and uh, I think they were in D.C. over the weekend. I think maybe they did the football stadium down there, um... And they were in Chicago they as well. They opened in Chicago. Right, yeah. So I didn't know if you and or, or Jackie were going to make a, a pilgrimage to see them outside of Philly. I was planning on it the first
8: uh, in the first leg before it got uh, rescheduled. Um, and I plan to hit as many dates as I can, but um, I have not yet. Is
3: it all stadiums on this tour? I think so. Okay. So,
8: um, Yeah,
3: I think so. I mean, for you, this is a, a, a religious event and then some. I, I just I bring you to the uh, tweet I sent out a while
8: ago, and can be easily found online, of 45 seconds of Mick Jagger dancing in his rehearsal space yeah. uh, about three weeks after heart valve replacement surgery. And to me, that is the essence of the champion that he is and that they are, which makes him the greatest front man and them the greatest rock and roll band of all time, period, end of sentence. And when you see, I mean... And he's 74, 75 years old, and he's dancing like a maniac in his rehearsal space, uh, doing moves that he will bring on stage when the stones hit the stage. It's magnificence. It's, yeah. it's the stuff that dreams are made of. Cool, man. I'm so excited.
1: Uh, so we've been given a clearance that we can mention that is Tumbling dice in the two o'clock hour.
8: Oh, we can? Okay. Yeah, I thought that's you only mentioned it That's once. what
1: Marissa told me. So. And then
8: we tease it, but then, uh, <clears throat> so there it is. And Excellent. you'll get it on. You'll get the vinyl uh, as yep. well from it. So, and you got to be the twenty fifth caller. Got to be the twenty fifth. Thank you for that. Listen for the ring job sounder and uh, listen for
3: that and the uh, ring job.
8: Also, and when Barbara Streisand hits the high note, also listen for that. <laughs> exactly.
3: Uh, We're totally screwing this contest up. All yeah. you have to do is just know when the song is coming. I mean that, that to get the tickets, highly coveted, right? Legendary. You know, listen. Preston brought up the point earlier, and we, I think I have as well. He had a little bit of a health scare. You know, you don't know. He's obviously in great shape. and We hope many more years of concerts are from the Rolling Stones. But it, I think it's going to uh, sort of kickstart a lot of people's desire to see the band now right. more than ever. We're ever closer. So, yeah, we got that. We have uh,
8: workforce blocks of Van Halen and Weezer and much more on this Monday. So uh, stay with us. Absolutely.
1: And I want to thank our sponsors, President Steve Show, brought to you today <laughs> by Winter Airport Parking, the best way in and out of Philly International Airport. Also brought to you by Course Photography, the official photographers of the Press and the Steve Show. And by Armor, Metals, and Recycling for all your metal and computer recycling needs. Tomorrow, uh, from the WWE, Drew McIntyre will be in our studio, ah. as well as Mr. Connor Barwin, who is stopping by. So we'll have those friends and more in tomorrow. That is it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang.
4: Bye-bye. Whee! But and Steve,
6: love you, hate you, live.
5: Never trust a firework called burning Uranus.
9: Next message.
5: I just want to say happy 4th of July to everybody, and Stranger Things is awesome. I've been laying in bed all day watching it. This rocks.
9: Next message.
11: I want to thank my next-door neighbors for their fireworks display last night. Although I had to clean the remnants up off the hood of my car all morning. Thanks, neighbor. You
6: The Preston and Steve
4: Love You, Hate You line.
0: Call 484-434-1333. MMR. Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them
5: for less.